Wednesday. This is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Besley, Big Dick Toledo in our place is ready to go for what is a perfect morning outside. If you guys are uh, early birds, first off, I don't know how you do it. Second, get outside, do stuff. Holy Moses. Although the mosquito problem is, I am a, I am a mosquito magnet. You're olive skinned. You're probably not. No, not too you're bad. Too oily. They not slide off you. You probably <laughs> not too bad. No. Boy, I'm terrible. I mean, every night it depends night it on where you go. If you go uh, walking the dogs near the green belt, it's heavier. It's wherever they find me. I don't have to leave for them. They find right, me. They get in your house. Yeah, One I just don't know. I don't feeds know. on you all night. I got, I got about six bites this morning. I got about five. Every dusk and dawn, I just get attacked. But that's the only bad part about this whole thing. But it is perfect. It's worth it. Be outside anyway, and you just itch for a little while. Itching feels good. So, uh, yeah, get outside, man. It is nice out. It's stupid nice. And it's fall. Today it's fall. Starting First what, day. Like tonight? Yeah, later tonight I think we get fall back. And and that's when everybody goes, geez, it's still 100 degrees. Well, it's early fall. It's still tied to summer by a day. Settle down. Fall doesn't really know the calendar we've set up. So I got that together. I'm, I'm just uh, thrilled because yesterday uh, the continuing collapse and farce that is Conor McGregor showed itself once again on the mound at Wrigley Field. If you saw his first pitch, it is, we're now in that discussion, it is uh, rivaling the three worst first pitches of all time and 50 cent. Uh, there's that uh, mayor that threw that weird left-handed thing. I think it was in Cincinnati. Like He was a mayor and he just, and he made it like, it, the ball went about six and a half feet and then rolled like straight 18 down feet in left. A it didn't even go straight down. I'm somehow, thinking another one. Somehow he managed to just kind of launch it down over but it wasn't down. I don't know how he did it. It like fell out of his hand and still ha- and then rolled all the way to the to the plate but 18 feet to the right of the catcher. And then of course Brady's debacle over there at, uh, that was play of the game that year uh, against the Marlins when he threw. Conor McGregor. Was that the Marlins? Yeah. Uh, that's the best thing that happened to you and your worst first pitch ever. And it's a, it is in there. I Baba Bowie from uh, Howard Stern show also had one of the worst first pitches you could ever watch, ever. But I have to think his was sort of set up. For oh, some reason, enough. I felt like that one was like go out there and do, be a jackass on purpose. Brady's got too much uh, pride in that. He was a jackass naturally. It was amazing. Brady's first pitch should be on a loop on our website at all times, so people can uh, go back to it. It missed. 18, little high. 18, 19 little feet high. over the heads catcher. It hit the the uh, the netting for foul balls. It was <laughs> If you would have dropped it terrible. down 15 feet, it would have been a strike. If you would have dropped it down 15 feet, it would have been a strike if the batter was 19 feet tall. <laughs> that pitch was 20, 22 feet up. It was a pop fly. I don't even know how he did it. It, it just went way up in the air. But uh, yesterday, Conor McGregor uh, did the exact same thing you did, only left-handed. I mean, he threw an absolute... Scorching nightmare. Uh, it would have missed a right-handed batter, but gone over his head and into the net. Almost hit somebody in the front row. Uh, it was hilarious. He reacted bad. like oh. a Super Bowl on that uh, brick wall. Well, yeah, because I don't know what he was thinking. Thinking he's never done this before, clearly, and he tried to throw it as hard as he could. Uh, I don't know that there's been in our this generation of sport a, a phonier, uh, more contrived character than Conor McGregor. He's the Mike Tyson of our day. And I loved Mike Tyson as a fighter because he was good at crushing mediocre opponents. He made he made mediocre opponents fall dramatically. He couldn't beat a good fighter. And we bought, you know, $80, uh, you know, pay-per-views at the time when, we, you know, 80 bucks was like 300 now. 
Uh, and we're watching this guy take care of people in 90 seconds. And then finally he starts to see some real fighters. And he couldn't beat them at all. Tyson beat the best of the best, John. He beat nobody. <laughs> Tyson beat nobody. But then he got mouthy and started to sell fights with, you know, his I'm going to kill you. And the reason we were watching was not for the sport. was to see if Mike Tyson loses his mind and tries to kill someone. The press conferences before where he would bite people. I mean, he bit that dude in the leg and... I mean, he was losing his mind, biting. He tore a dude's ear off. But I don't think anybody's been more manufactured and sold to us than Conor McGregor, who did have a little run where he was like, all right, he's he's beating some people that are yeah. pretty, pretty talented. He never beat anybody either. And then once real fighters got in the ring with him, he's been, he's been on his back screaming, your wife's in my DMs, while they cart him out with his sideways leg. I... I I love it. I and wonder he's if, trying another comeback, right? He can do it all day. He's you know he's got his leg in surgery. As long as people, oh, he'll fight again. Pay. Those people will pay again because he because we can't not watch someone uh, mentally break down. He's a spectacle. He's a that's spectacle. All he is, and that's a good Irish word. He's a spectacle. No spectacle. <laughs> but uh, I wonder if he was uh, yesterday after that terrible, embarrassing moment in that suit of his, if he was uh, screaming at Clark the Bear for the Cubbies, if he was in the hey. I'm in your wife's DMs. Like you've embarrassed yourself again, idiot. Anyone that said anything to him, that was yeah, his comeback. I'm in your wife's DMs. Check him. But he is he is literally an embarrassment to the sport, which was, you know, and people loved the guy. I've never fallen for that. I, I After a while, I was kind of like, wait a minute, this guy might be a thing. He beat a couple people. They're like, he's he's the real deal. And then just got ridiculously. You can stupid. definitely have fun with the the personality. I mean, until it it's not fun anymore. It's right. the Tyson. It's, it's the, the Tyson thing. A little bit. Mike Tyson was a sweet kid with a terrible history. When you watch interviews of Mike Tyson early on in his career, nice. I just say it for the you know, just make me sure that the sport is alive and it's. It was just real, you know, mild mannered. When he the jail thing changed him, Robin Givens thing changed him, fame changed him. And then he went bananas, and that's when we got really interested in Mike Tyson. If you remember Mike Tyson's Buster Douglas fight, there was no interest. The reason that thing is one of the biggest upsets ever, nobody cared. Yeah, at the time, it because was, they couldn't find anyone to fight him. Well, there was nobody in his division, but yeah. they, Buster Douglas was a, like a 38-1 to underdog, and then 45, and then they took the betting line off. And it wasn't even televised. It was Next thing Tokyo. you know, he's di- dotting the eye in the Ohio yeah. State football game. <laughs> That's right. He's out there in Columbus, 550 pounds. Two days after the fight, somehow, he got fat. But, yeah, I mean, he had. Uh, that was when we got interested again because that sent him into a – he just went reeling. We, we bought a Peter McNeely, Mike Tyson fight because Mike Tyson knew how to sell it. It's the biggest scams in sports. They really are. What was the 90-second one? Was that Larry uh, – uh, Well, you had the Spinks, Michael yeah, Spinks. Michael Spinks, Michael Spinks was 90. Yeah. Marvis Frazier was less than 90. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. Mar- Marvis Frazier, I think, went down in uh, 38 seconds. And that was because Joe put his son in the ring and said, this is the next chance. And Mar- Marvis clearly didn't want to be there. Pretty sure it was Marvis Frazier. They got killed by him. Might have been, might have, that actually might have been Larry Holmes, if I remember. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember there were times when you're like, oh, this is – Hard to look at, and uh, yeah. Mike but I t- can remember watching um, fights or getting ready to watch the Tyson fight, and you, I mean, there's times you're like, I want to see this because it's going to be a first rounder again. Oh, that's all we watch for. We yeah. only watch to see that one the guy punch just power. Was a man eater. But when he got in the ring with a boxer like Lennox Lewis or Evander Holyfield, he was worthless because all they had to do is uh, you know weather his storm and learn can I take this punch? You couldn't stand there and do it like guys like there were guys like Frank Bruno and. Who were bigger than him and just said he's not he's not big enough, so I'm going to take his shot. And then you, you soon learned he had a, a uppercut that would 
you know, take your head off. You can't stand there. Evander just danced around him and worked boxing angles and, and fought the way a boxer fights. I've often said it, and I truly believe it, that for about a 12-year span, Mike Tyson ruined boxing because it brought on all these 260-pound oafs who were there designed Looking to take for the launch, the one punch. One. I, I throw one punch, I can catch one punch, and that's about it. And then you just saw two giants lumbering around a ring, not doing a thing, waiting for an opening to throw some huge heat. But and Mike other, Tyson's the reason why. But on the other side, do you think they, that he brought something else to the sport? I mean, as far as it getting popular at that time? Well, because he was oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, he had yeah. video games and everything oh. else. I mean, well, he was a spectacle. Yeah. He became a spectacle. And, you know, he was dropping guys and making heavyweights. Like, you didn't think anybody could beat him because when you watch... Hey, look, if you watch some guy just knock Brady cold, like just out cold in one punch, and then he knocks you out cold in one punch... And then me out cold in one puncher, thinking nobody in here can beat him. Yeah. And then you see one dude with skill wander over and pepper him a little bit. It's like, oh, he's not as tough as he is just getting the right opponents. But it was. It was impressive. I watched yeah. a bunch of those fights. But as time wore on, you realize there were about 12 great fighters, like really polished good fighters in that time period. Mike dodged all of them. It's almost, uh, I guess, it, I mean, it's very similar to the home run ball. It is. Not, I mean, people yeah. and, you know, people that... Are novice on the side of the boxing like me. Yeah. Oh, everybody like, oh, loves a knockout. Yeah. Even, even and like, that was the thing about when you'd watch Mayweather a couple of times. People the guy get was bored. Just, yep. And he got boring because he was all defensive. But he was a he was so, so skilled fast. in every single way. Defensively, he's the best fighter that's ever been in a ring. But uh, yeah, Mike Tyson was that. I think Conor McGregor is the same for the UFC. I think years will pass and people will look back and go, "How did we fall for that?" I mean, he beat a couple of guys who ended up being good. But at the time where it was early on in their careers, I mean, the Poirier fight the first time was 10 years ago, and he wasn't ready, and Connor kind of was. So it's it's just these weird moments where I watch this, like, we fall for this every 10, 12 years, some loudmouth that comes out and says, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, and then backs it up by beating up tomato cans and then gets knocked around by guys who are truly skilled. And I love watching it. I love watching. And there's the other side, the big mouth getting shut up, I'm watching this Muhammad Ali documentary. Yeah, I, I can't imagine liking Muhammad Ali if I was alive at that time. He, he was oh, he was making rapping up. Oh was, yeah, everybody hated him. He got yeah. booed everywhere he went. It took years of realizing how amazing he actually was in that ring, and then you know him. And kinda, why would you want to live your? I mean, talk about being, uh, you know, wanted to be the 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 menace, the right, but the it villain. Took, almost. It took him losing to Joe Frazier, and then uh, it would be a. Ken Norton, those two guys beating him, making everybody say, "Oh, okay, he he he's fallible." And then you started to see him as a human being instead of this li- like Megan Rapinoe is the, the example I use. Nobody likes her, and it's be- and and people are like, "Oh, it's the same thing." No, it's not. She's begging for money. When you watch what Muhammad Ali did, he begged for like true justice. He yeah. gave. Uh, he, Colin Kaepernick did a very similar thing where he just gave up what he did. But the difference between Colin Kaepernick and Megan or. Uh, uh, Ali. Muhammad Ali was, even when Muhammad Ali wasn't allowed to fight, he was still fighting why he left the sport. Like, he was still in public saying, I'm going to change this. This is going to be a different thing. Uh, and I don't Don know what Colin King's Kaepernick craftiness did. List, we'll take it out of the country. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick, well, that was later. Yeah. But Colin Kaepernick was, uh, he just quit. And then you didn't hear much, like, I'm an activist. I do this and that. I don't, I don't know what he's done since. But yeah, I loved watching. I love watching Conor McGregor fall off the face of the earth. Well, and the love other it. difference is Kaepernick never quit. Well, I mean, he he's sort been of quit. trying to get back in that game. He his allegation is I've been 
banned. He got blackballed for what yeah. he was doing, but he said he was taking a stand, which was admirable. And then you never heard from him again as far as his stance. He just quit running his mouth as well. Yeah, did, he just stopped. Know? He yeah. stopped being he the try, activist. You know, trying to get tryouts. And- That's fine. He tried to get back into football. That's fine. But I never saw him actually do the work. He said that the whole reason he was out of football, I didn't see Colin Kaepernick doing much of much after that. No. Commercials. He takes money from Nike. but So the, the activists today are usually the ones saying uh, uh, money. He's not one. But I think but the big reason are. that Kaepernick... You didn't see him do a lot of the activist stuff or being really loud is because he wanted to get back in, and in order to get back in, you gotta lay low. He did not lay I low. Think he felt, I because when he went back in, he had a way. Kunta Kinte shirt on, and uh, and then the other time he had but uh, that was pigs just on his a, socks. Yeah, he was That's still not playing at, low that at all. Time. No, he wasn't. Oh, the pigs on his socks, he did yeah. multiple times, but he knew that was bad. But the Kunta Kinte shirt for the tryout with the team was like an announcement, like I don't want the job. Oh, on the big press conference tryout. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, right. it's just like, what are you doing? But, yeah, I mean, the, that's the difference. Like, Muhammad Ali became like, oh, this is... Like, he's not just dodging the war. He believes what he's saying. Believe it or not. He took a religion that was unpopular, and it's it's amazing to watch, like, the real thing and then watch this farce of a sale, the shill that's over here in Conor McGregor. I've never liked Conor McGregor, so it's fun to watch, especially on Wrigley Field. The best thing that's happened in Wrigley Field in the last four months was Conor McGregor's failure because the Cubs have been doing it every single day since they traded everybody off. Oh, it's terrible. I'm sure the D-backs had some scouts out there Oh, the D-backs, that's a, he's the best pitcher on the Diamondbacks, I'll say that. that is, the Diamondbacks probably were like, we can work with this. That ball didn't hit the ground or nobody hit a home run. I mean, the good thing about having Conor McGregor as your ace pitcher, nobody's going to hit it out of the yard. Like, the Diamondbacks just keep giving up runs. Are they going to win, what are they at, 48 wins? Yeah, I don't know. Let me They've see. got ten, 11 what? games left. Are they going to win 50 games? I mean, <laughs> that's hard that's, to believe. That's tough. In a 162-game season, are they going to win 50 games? And they've got two to go. Unless they won last night, I didn't see, because uh, nobody saw it. Uh, the producer of the uh, broadcast, uh, Studley, sends me pictures of the crowd sometimes. He goes, here we are. And the roof was open. And I said, I honestly think that if a plane flew over... There'd be more spectators looking down from the plane than actually in the thing. He goes, that's hilarious. Uh, Luis Gonzalez just said the same thing. <laughs> and I'm like, really? I'm like, so there's maybe 200 people in the building? It was right before the game. She said, ah, maybe. They lost that. They lost last night 6-1. to one. So, will they win 50 games? I think they've got 48 wins. I think they will. Yeah, yeah they will. You go, you go will. 2 and 9 to finish? Yeah, I think so. I think they'll go 50. I think 51 is the under-over. Uh, I'm yeah, betting I I'm getting on you now. 51 would be. Can we do that? I would go under. I say yeah, oh, yeah. I say fifties their mark. I, I'll say they'll hit fifty. I don't think anybody will oh. win And they're they're tied with the Orioles now for the worst. Orioles came out of the shoot just terrible. They wanted and to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What now they're, they're fighting for that first it, round it draft. It all pick. depends on the last two series or the last. Three. Well, they got the Giants and then uh, the Rockies. I think right. So uh, that one is there. a yeah. Maybe that's true. Padres wrapped yeah. the bed. Uh, those last two are pretty much out. That's talk about a farce. I I, I appreciate that because they're not they're not mouthy. <laughs> so they know what they are. Yeah, they know exactly. They, they kept it quiet. Sorry, they, they went very quiet. They they were quietly into the entire year. In fact, they were thrilled for a little while that the Suns took up most of the summer, so you didn't see the catastrophe going on next door. Yeah, Giants and Rockies are last series. So, will the Gi- will the Giants have to play? Oh, they got to no, play up the on- Dodgers in there too. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they're done. They're Atlanta not, Dodgers. Oh, they're not Giants and uh, the, Rockies the Rockies are the only team that are, isn't trying. Yeah, they're done. 
They're, if they win two win two games out of that, they're miracle wins. You know what was? You know what's probably going to happen? It's going to be a game clincher where if the Giants lose, the Dodgers get the division. But it's like well, they're playing the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Four games left, and the Diamondbacks will, you know, three to them and have that celebration moment where they knocked a team in their own division off the perch. But those two teams are going to the playoffs. They don't care. Oh, yeah. Who wins the division? They're hundred win teams. The Diamondbacks maybe half that. Oh, what a terrible nightmare. <laughs> terrible. And then, you know, speaking of terrible sports in the town, Coyotes. Come on. Did you see their $1.3 billion it's presentation? It's gorgeous. It's it is gorgeous. <laughs> Stop that. We've got an idea that uh, we have you guys help us uh, spend $1.3 billion to have the Coyotes down here in Tempe. What say you? What kind of uh, juice are they looking f- from us? Well, it would be, I don't know if it would be state or city, if it would be Tempe. It would have to be the, yeah, the city. I don't know. I don't, it's ridiculous it. to throw out the billion-dollar proposal. That would be the most expensive sports venue in the city, even more than the, the cost to build the Cardinals facility. But they're like, what about the shopping center and a mall and a big, st-? and they'll write, to, I'm like, hey, you realize that you got that now, and they kicked you out. So it's you. You're the problem. Don't go begging for money right now. I love that the Coyotes are here, but and it would be a great location for them. But come on, keep it. This is like when you take a 16 year old out to look for a car, and they're like, "You got three thousand dollars, maybe." They, he doesn't know that, and he's looking at Porsches and Mercedes. Yeah. And I'm like, "Hey, over here, kid. You're you're in the used car section. You're you're going to be playing at Oceanside next to Big Surf for a year and prove that you can win a game." That's where they're going to be at this point. Yo, they don't I'm have to play next season. Well, it's after this one, yeah. Yeah. Well, they will. There'll be another season oh, yeah. that grabs them. But if a billion dollars, calm down. We can put something together reasonable for about three hundred thousand for you guys. I think. I think we can put you in a backyard, inflatable dome indoor. Yeah, know. put them like the Phoenix Rising yeah. thing. Something you can build out of uh, you know storage boxes and Target. Now, I'm a fan of having hockey in town, but I'm I, look. I said it about the Suns when they started saying, "We need this, this, and this." Like, see ya, get out. No other business gets away with that. You can get a tax break from the city. Don't start begging us to pay for your building. Those days have to be over. When Greyhound Dial wanted to build a building, they didn't go. All right, citizens, how great is it that we'd be in your city, huh? Why don't you put up a 25-story building for us? You have to do it yourself. You have to fund that yourself. We didn't. Hubbard Radio didn't ask. For you guys to build this, it was uh, work did, with us though. on a lease deal or a build. This? Thing. Some of the uh, stadiums back in the oh, day yeah, were yeah. like, "Give us a, a, a break just, on the lease." That's just garbage uh, uh, money shifting. Yep, pay for your own, pay for your own stadium, and, and and make a deal with Glendale again to say, "Hey, we need this one," and and you know, bow down. Glendale doesn't even want them. Like you got to get out of here. We could fill this arena with better shows <laughs> than than your hockey every night. They're, they're willing to say, take your 42 guaranteed nights of failure out. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put in, like, uh, the Wiggles ten more times, and we'll make more money doing that. Yeah, I just, that billion-dollar project over there. It's in a great spot, though, Rio Salado and Priest, where, yeah. the, where the original football stadium was yep. going to go until the mob got involved. That was a flight pattern. Yeah, that, well, that was 9-11. <laughs> it was. 9-11 stopped that. That and Phoenix saying, hey, Tempe can't have all that money. They should have just put it at Los Arcos where they were oh, supposed to go to begin with. That would have been, been perfect. They'd have been, fine. They'd have, they'd have been good, too, because yeah. people would have gone. and ah. A lot of palms greased on that one. Loads of them. And stupid Merry Man runs. Yeah, we've got some sports history in this town that's not good. 
But uh, the Diamond Lux, this might be yeah. the worst. Uh, this might be the worst sports thing we've ever had. Of all the bad, this Diamondbacks team might be the worst thing we've ever fielded. And that's what the Cardinals have in all of those three and one and three win seasons. And uh, you know, Diamondbacks have been bad before, but not like this. We never had any Sun seasons that bad, have we? Oh yeah, that's why they have. Uh, Deontay or DeAndre Ayton is because they were the number one overall pick. They had like 20 wins. They were bad. I don't know that it this bad. I don't yeah. know. When you're the number one overall pick, you're terrible. The Suns were rivaling as the worst thing that's ever happened, but that's kind of erased right now. We're all in that afterglow of the the sex that got awkward at the end. How soon we forget. Yeah, the good thing is Conor McGregor still sucks. And that was the whole point of the story. And I have friends I argue with about this all the time. I had a buddy of mine who is just a big Conor McGregor fan. And, and finally, after his last fight, he's like, all right, dude, you've been right the whole time. This guy's a dick. Because he's just an idiot. I love watching. And the next thing out of people's mouths who love Conor McGregor will be, he'd kick your ass. That's when you know your guy's no good. When he can beat up a uh, dude going in for a uh, hip replacement show. on Friday. And that's okay. <laughs> Below average you think show. he can beat me up? All right. Jeez, I, I, I would hope that that wouldn't even be in your head that that's... A potential battle. You wouldn't battle. say that to his face. <laughs> I probably would. Uh, but, you know, uh, maybe I would. No, you're probably right. I'd tell him I didn't think he was. I thought you were a farce. I'd kick your ass. Well, that's illegal. That's a street fight. You're not supposed to just beat people up. You're, you're be a grown-up. He isn't. And he can't throw a baseball. And I've always stood by that. No offense, Brady, but if a man can't pick up a ball and throw it 60 feet one time, something's wrong with his testicles. You make a mistake of a 60. Brady had a, a rough go with his nuts at that point. I don't know what was happening. Maybe he had a kidney stone. But well, you shouldn't have to it warm wasn't up. lack of throwing. You warmed up and stuff. And you've thrown a ton. I didn't warm up. Uh, you should Yeah. It's, a, that, single, that it's a single pitch. Yeah. You're not getting clocked. But I, I threw uh, like three the day before. I'm just saying, how, you know, right. how's the throwing? Right. And... And uh, the release wasn't as late as the, uh, the opening. <laughs> as early as the one you had. It was high. Uh, just a bit high. Second deck high. Uh, it's 6.07. Let's get a wake-up song and start this glorious day of standing outside. Man, I wish we were doing the show at Brady's driveway to watch uh, trash trucks go Monday. By. It's perfect. We're doing we it should. Monday. It is, it is glorious out there. Uh, give us a wake-up song, and we'll scream it together. 585 It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! There you go. It's silence the voice right there. Thank you. We're closing in on that Playdio, too. Fall is upon us tonight. What happened? <laughs> what do you do? We were just talking about that. Oh, uh, Playdio's right around the corner. Yeah, like, hey, two and a half more months of this yeah. song. Yeah, we got two more months. Yeah. Of, well, we got, yeah, until this one's over. Silence uh, the voice. Toledo says it's wearing thin on him. I'm just going to be open about it. <laughs> hey, look, it's every day for 10 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. After I a while. I love the Bear Ghost, but at the end, Bear Ghost yeah, we're tired of Bear Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I like all of them so far. No, I, the I end like of it, all of them as I well. I still like this one because it's quick, it's easy, it gets through. But you're saying it's got a limp biscuit. Every morning, like a Blink-182. Yeah, 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 I heard yeah, Blink-182. Blink-182. Start it again. It's an accent you don't recognize. Yeah. Goth Brooks was my favorite. Song. I like Goth Brooks. But a lot of people got tired of that one. Hated that one. I like it. The play is around the corner. Maybe Silence the Voice wins again. Been in twice, five times. Well, they've won it too. Right, they're better winning percentage than those D-backs do. <laughs> well, it's not hard to do. Fantastic, <laughs> well done. Somebody just emailed me and said, "John, here's the thing about the mosquitoes. Typo blood is the mosquito's favorite." Which I have. Oh no, that's what I got. That's me. Oh, no. Are you a mosquito guy? I get no, attacked. No, I, we don't have many in our neighborhood. As I itch something, but no. Oh, I see. 
Even mosquitoes avoid Toledo's neighbors. Yep. <laughs> Too boring. It's called the dad bug in Toledo. It's never around. <laughs> uh, pregnant women are sadly a common target, it says, if they like they don't have enough to deal with. Elevated temperatures draw mosquitoes to you. Uh, if you work out a lot and you've been exercising, you'll have a little elevated temperature and mosquito. Maybe that's it, because I do get eaten up usually when I come home from the tactical black thing. I'm, I get I get tortured. One, and I saw the little bastard floating around like he's so fat and he's full of my blood. And I can't catch him. Like he lands on stuff and I'm like, whoosh, gotcha. I look at him like there's no blood on the wall. There's not. I'm like, I look around there. He is again. I'm like, God dang it! Elusive, and he seems so slow. But I'm the slow one. Uh, you wear blue or dark blue or red clothing. Mosquitoes like you, and that's mostly what I wear. Uh, one study showed that mosquitoes may be attracted to people who uh, drink beer. Damn it! I can't win this uh, fight at all. I am. Bitch. I have. Game over. I might as well just live with them. So I'll keep that alive. Uh, also, yesterday was depressing. I out of nowhere in the last 36 hours. And I had to get a COVID test yesterday because that surgery on Friday. I was wondering. So I got to get COVID tests uh, all week, and like they're making you were me do. Wondering? It. Yeah, because I asked you earlier in the week because you, you I asked you about that when you're going to have oh. the procedure. Do you have to get one before I have to you get go like in? Three, and you weren't sure at the time. No, but then I didn't know when. I knew yeah. I was going to, but I have to get three. Like they have to make sure you have it today. Like it's going to come back negative, and then the day before, you get another one. It's ridiculous how many times they send you to the. And and then I go to the. They they make the appointment for you. And I go, uh, I'm ready to go. My appointment was at 4.30 yesterday. I get a text while I was sitting there with uh, Toledo and Caliendo. Text says, we're running about 70 minutes behind. Your new appointment is 5.40. I'm like, well, good thing I don't have anything to do, but all right, cool. And then I started thinking, if you ever did that to a doctor, tell you what, about an hour and 10 off. Make my new appointment an hour and 10 from now because I'm running behind. They'd be like, no, we're charging you and you're out. Oh, yeah. And then at 5.11... PM, I get another text that says, disregard the last message and come in at your regular time. I'm like, well, that was 41 minutes ago. Too late. It's, <laughs> and now, if I time it right, I'll get there at 5.30. If I leave right now, and I'll be on time for the 5.40. And then, it's, and then as I get to the place, it says, we're running about 19 minutes behind. Your new time is 5.40 again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm expecting the sea of people inside the, the place. It was me. They were just goofing around, some ladies on her phone with her boyfriend. I'm like, and they were fine. They were doing their jobs. I think this text messaging thing just went rogue and started to goof with me. That'd be awesome. I also have a picture that where I parked, I got out of my Jeep, I looked down, and I'll show you guys the photo. This is not good. This is never good. Uh, oh, this is me in the lobby. I draw uh, mean eyebrows on myself whenever I have to wait too long. <laughs> take a picture of myself. Angry bird. Made it. This is never good. So here's me getting out of my Jeep, right? You see that little thing underneath yeah. my Jeep? Yeah. Uh, if you get in close, it's a pair of children's underpants. And I never uh, like to see just, just uh, parking lot kids' panties. Uh, and they have little... The police. They have little, uh, I don't know if those are basketballs or spaceships or what. I didn't get too close. But it was under my car. And I considered moving my car. Because I'm like, well, now I'm the guy who tried to... And then I'm like, but if I move my car, it'll look like I'm trying not to be part of the underwear. But here I am staring at and taking photos. I got three good pictures of these. If your kid is missing his underpants, here they are right here. You're curious here. You've seen these? Have you seen these pants? Does your facility cater to 80-year-olds? Oh, this is a different place. This is just a... This is a place to get COVID tests. It's just one of those urgent care COVID tests. But how does a kid's underwear just end up in a parking lot? There's two ways. He pooped him. He pooped him? Or that kid's missing and nobody knows about yeah. it. And his pants came off like immediately. And that's a frustrated parent. Just toss like, him in the God, parking lot. 
Or the kid just took him off, I guess. Yeah, they go through that stage every once in a while. Where they take him off? Yeah. They're like running around. Really? There's always one in the neighborhood. that Uh. Your kid's naked again. (laughs) What? That's you, wasn't it? No, I wasn't talking about you. You were the one that got all the calls saying you weren't at home. You might have been the naked boy. Well, explain this then. How does it end up right in the middle of a parking spot? If the kid's running around naked, that means he's left the car. Whee! So the parent would have to notice. Yeah. Right, running around the lot. And, and then go get his pants. Let alone you pick it up or you think, oh, it's too dirty now, but no, you I'm still not putting pick it naked. Up. Yeah. You still pick it up. Unless he pooped him. If he pooped him, right. then you're even bigger pig because he pooped him and you tossed him in the parking lot. That's my... Leading guess. Kids suck. Is he soiled and then they throw yeah. him out? Oh, there's the, there's the leading guess, Brady. Kids suck. And uh, parents are intolerant of, like, they act like they love him and stuff, but they take their pants off and chuck them in the parking lot love for us. Love of a child. At a doctor's no. Brady's love of a child can eat all sorts of D. <laughs> it is not worth it. There's nothing, nothing, nothing a parent has ever told me outside of that farcical love of a child thing. It makes it like, God, it sounds great. You just don't understand the love. I'm like, you're right. I don't. Because I think you're making yourself love it. Everything you tell me is your life's been worse. And wait until Toledo comes in here one of these days when he's got to pay the school $300 because his kid stole a toilet and some soap. Because that's the big thing now. <laughs> the dastardly licks or whatever they're calling that thing now. Yeah. Devious licks. Devious, Devious licks. Devious yeah. licks. It's just, uh, stupid. Using old-timey phrases like kids know what that is. Devious licks. Stealing on a bed. Your kid's a, he's a tart. He's going to do it. I had three talks with him already. About if you it. end up on the Devious Licks page, well, kill you. So when Mesa High got shut down, of course, there's like a dozen kids that have videos of, yeah. of what everything's going on. So the police have it. So they had an assembly. And now the newest thing is is showing the videos of the cops coming in and taking the two kids out Good. That, that were in trouble for that. So I showed those to Alex. I'm like, you see that Devious Licks thing? This is gonna be you. Yeah. Don't be. Don't and be that I'm, guy. I'm. Look. I don't care about your kids at all. If you don't, I don't. I, I don't want leniency. Right. I, put them in jail for Make however an long it would take uh, anybody else who did it. Don't. Well, you're just a child, and you're like, nope. Make one kid a one year prisoner, and make it a white kid. Oh yeah. That way, everybody will think, well, this is out of the ordinary. They put a white kid in jail for a year for these devious licks, and stop saying, well, they're just kids being kids. Well, we're gonna put a stop to it. Because it's a YouTube challenge. You're an idiot. I understand goofing, but YouTube challenge? Your kid's a moron. Needs a year in jail. It even hit God's school. You got one? The, uh, at the, yeah. The Gilbert Christian High School. Not Kirby, because I talked to her about it. She not didn't even Kirby, know about Brady. It. We didn't even suspect not, not it. Not the middle school. <laughs> but it did, because the superintendent of the schools put a basically announcement out about this. This is happening. Yeah. Just want to let you know, please talk to your kids about this. Let right. them know that... We'll kill them. And then the next day. Is the Christian in jail? I guess at the high school, someone trashed one of the bathrooms. Is he gone? Is he in jail? I don't know. Vandalism? I hope so. They just disappear. The kids? Yeah. They just don't go to that school anymore. Yeah. They just ask the parents for a couple more bucks. That's usually a private school. That's one way of keeping them Give me a few more dollars, we'll keep them in. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's the stuff. But seeing panties in the parking lot at the uh, health center that I was at was like, okay, well, this is a strange start. (laughs) Go in there, get my nose done. You know, she jabs the thing in there a couple of times. And still feels awful. Yeah, he's got a down. great noise for that. <laughs> it's like when my grandma used to go, ish. Well, it's it's she the whole it's the whole uh, finding the kids' drawers in the parking lot yeah. plus kids in general. <laughs> right. You know, that's, yeah. What would you rather find, a kid or a kid's underwear? Uh, I'll take the underwear because then I don't have to worry about this kid's health. No pressure. I just drive away from the underwear. I mean, I'm driving away from the kid too if nobody's looking. But that's the parking lot uh, COVID check. Yeah, maybe you pick it up and smell. <laughs> oh, oh, I can still yeah. smell them. 
This kid, this kid is, this kid's in a basement. This kid's in a basement. There's no poop in here. I don't have COVID, but I know where he is, and I'm not looking for him. Uh, so yeah, so I get the COVID test and all that, and then on my way home, I get a call from a friend, who our mutual friend, and now has COVID, and is heading to the hospital. Uh, it's not good. Uh, and then I talked to another buddy last night, who has had it for seven weeks, and he, like, it turned into nasty, bad, terrible stuff. Almost got him, and like he's going to the doctor now to see if it's permanent damage. Uh, it, it's seven, eight weeks, and then we get an email this morning from a guy who says, "Hey." These vaccine commercials that you guys run have to stop. They say it keeps you from getting COVID. You're 100% right. We listened to it again. That commercial says, hey, don't you want to get the vaccine? It'll keep you from getting and spreading COVID. Uh, and I, I have to say that the Maricopa County, you can be mad, and I know they bought time, and you're not supposed to talk about people who buy ever. You're wrong. And at the end of your commercial, it says, uh, get to know the facts at Maricopa. You're wrong. Your commercial's wrong. At least misleading. To say it keeps you from getting it, it does not. Yeah. And that's the message where people are getting blinded by this stupid thing. And it won't go away until we all know the vaccine is not a design to cure it or to keep you. It's not a shield from it. It keeps you from dying from it. And it keeps uh, us able to catch it without you know, being in peril and filling hospitals. It does not stop you from getting COVID. One of the guy, the first guy I was talking about had the shot. And he's got COVID again. He's not. He's not doing great but he's not going to die he just needs a little medical attention but he's not going to clog up a hospital bed but that commercial's dangerous because it's going to it's going to send the people who are tribal one way into a trench going that the, the, the county is lying to it gives them all the power they need to say oh the government's lying to us and trying to get this shot in us when i listen to that too and i'm on the other side of that topic i believe you should get the vaccine but i hear that commercial and i think that that cements the point of the people that i'm trying to talk to I've definitely they're seen absolutely the, uh, right. the, the fact that what I know is the people that have gotten it and got COVID, yeah. it's been definitely less severe compared to the ones With that the I vaccine. know a couple of friends that have yeah. gotten it and they're not vaccinated. Well, that's the guy that's really bad did not get the vaccine. And that's what it's supposed to be preventing. It seems to be correct. It preve- well, that. look, we can. St- we, have you seen football stadiums? They're jam-packed. If this was last year pre-vaccine, this would have been a disaster. It would have spread all over the place. Yes. The hospitals would have been packed and everything else. So the vaccine does its job. Whether or not there's long-term effects, I don't know. And frankly, personally, don't get on my ass. I don't care. Like So long as we can eat dinners and have a nice free life, I'll shave, a, I'll shave yeah. a few years off or grow an extra head of my body in 10 years if I can go to a ball game without having to worry constantly that this is going to be the end of all of it. Huh? Yeah, I went to the Tame Impala show, and they said masks and vaccines, and I, nobody was wearing them. All right, I can get in on this. This is no big deal. Yeah, I went to a full Gila River, and I want to be able to live life like that. That's me. Don't get up my ass. I'm not getting up yours. But that commercial, they're 100% right. The second that thing says, keeps you from getting or spreading COVID is incorrect. And then to have the nerve at the end say, go to our website, our county government website, to say, get the facts. So somebody said, I appreciate KUPD because you guys are always telling us the truth. I'll be honest about that. I didn't. I hadn't heard that yet, but that's that's wildly inaccurate. So, sorry, commercial buyers. I know the salesperson is going to get mad about that, but they need to change that. And if they're decent human beings, they won't get mad that I'm saying this. Because they'll say, you know what, you're right. It doesn't keep you from getting it. And that's the message that we... Nobody can... What what the F happened to the ability to just spread the message to somebody and say, this is how it is. And I know you may disagree or agree, but here's at least how easy it is to... Ugh, garbage.
But yeah, my buddy who got it that was not vaccinated is was not in good shape. I mean, some, I mean, he was physically in good shape, but he was—he's like this kicked the bejesus out of him. So it just makes me say, ugh. Little little mistakes like that commercial are going to make people go, well, the government lies, and I'm not going to get that shot. And the next thing you know, you're going to be in this hospital bed like my friend was, and not being able to breathe when you walk across your hallway at home. And that's one thing that's that, that I agree about. It did definitely make me feel a little more confident about being out. Absolutely, and it, it should, because so, it's totally not going to kill you. Yeah. And you can still catch it, but it's not going to get you badly. And if it yeah. does, you probably had something really bad going on anyway. I mean, it's the same thing as catching a, a cold when you've got HIV, AIDS, and it's like it's not the AIDS that kills you; it's your immune system shot. So there might be something else. Going and on. I've, and, and I can almost double it down a little bit because I had it, and I feel like, oh, well, my body's. Yeah. And let me say and this who also: knows how accurate that is. Even that, if it doesn't kill you, because it doesn't have a huge kill rate, it keeps the hospitals clear. That's the it thing. keeps the hospitals clear because they're they just told uh, people. Uh, at the hospital that I I go to, not the core, but I went to another place to get the you know assessments of this, this, and this. And I talked to the doctor. Uh, I had to. It was medical. One medical is where I go. He said we have to stop our cancer uh, um, appointments. We have to push those back a couple months because we got backed up. We got to give these people a break. And so now people who have cancer, like their appointment would have been September. Now it's we're looking more like December. And when you got cancer, that's scary as hell. My mom had cancer. It was the weirdest thing. She got cancer, and they they diagnosed her. This is a few years ago. And uh, and she goes, oh, that's the worst news you can get. And then they're like, okay. And I think this was probably, I'll throw a month out on her, like May. And they're like, all right, let's see you. Well, your first appointment to get this looked at is the end of August. She goes, is that, is that bad? Now that I have this, do I, I don't know that I can go through the whole summer just waiting to find out, what, yeah, find out what's next. But they, this gigantic gap in time to get an appointment. Now they're even bigger. She spent the summer at Sprouts. She was at Sprouts curing it the entire time. <laughs> right. And she probably did. Got better. But, you know, and then my friend who had a stroke, uh, he was in his 50s. He's diabetic his whole life, and he had a stroke in his 50s and had to sit in the hospital room because all the beds were full and didn't have anybody sitting with him because they couldn't. You know, I mean, those are the reasons why this kill thing, the death thing, should never be in anybody's brains. It keeps the hospitals clean. That's it. I get frustrated with this whole thing because we could, if we all just cooperated. Even if we all cooperated to not get the shot and we all cooperated to say, all right, let's just stay away from each other for three months, it would be over. But we can't. We don't cooperate. And then when you hear things like that, I'm all with you. I'm with you guys in the trenches that don't want the vaccine. When a government commercial comes up and says something that, that wrong, it's just, you're right. Huffman is right. Yeah. Our friend Ted is right when you hear that. Hey, the government said you can keep you from getting it. See? Something's fishy about that. All I say is, don't breathe on me and keep your kids' panties off the parking lot. <laughs> oh, we just had an email. Uh, apparently, Father Dale and you share the same doctor's office. <laughs> uh, Father Dale. <laughs> but it's the worst because they were, like, decorative. Like, the, if these were my... Decorative? Well, they had little designs on them. And I don't see poop stains at all. I'm looking... I'm close up on these. Hey, you know what? We'll, I'm going to send them to Toledo, and then uh, we'll put them up on the website. If this is your kid's panties. Is that legal? <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Toledo. Well, I didn't do Toledo anything. What do you mean? No one's going to claim those. Why it's not? a waste of time. No, it isn't, Brady. He was like, that's my kid's panties. He crapped his pants. We're getting Facebook jail. Look, <laughs> we're not getting Facebook jail. Anybody know who these belong to is not a bad thing to put on Facebook. <laughs> Sounds like you're trolling. Hey, look what I found. <laughs> I'm not trolling. Anybody need a pair of free panties? Check in with uh, Toledo Please. at the KUPD. I sent them to you. 
It's disturbing. Look, I don't want to have to live with this in my mind. Put it out there on the social media. That's what it's for. And if you're a pig parent whose kid craps his pants, that's your problem. Do not make it mine. Those might be pizzas. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. If it's pizzas or basketballs, I don't know what's on there. You guys are looking way too close. Well, we got we to. Are, We're that investigating. band is uh, well-worn. But then on that one, there's something. <laughs> Seeing if there's a name. Right on. Well, it's an American kid. It's Tommy. fat. So the band is well-worn because the kid's put on too much weight. He's in the upper 90% Maybe that, maybe that was it. They're too tight. Yeah, they're a little iffy about <laughs> tight. posting that. A little 80-pound three-year-old that's running around. I'm going to send it to Dom make him post it. No, post it. It's fine. I'll take the heel. John says I have to post this. It's fine. Check out what John found yesterday. Uh, huzzah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what goes through your mind when you're like, I'm just not going to. You crap your pants. You carry those to your next trash. You don't just throw them in a parking lot at the doctor's office. Disgusting. And the best thing about Tumbled the, out of an open bag? No. Not in the no. middle of the parking spot. I could see that over on the edge when you're trying to get into a car and something, or the kid lost his mind and tossed him out the window or something. Yeah. But you're just not paying attention. If your kid can, dro- if your kid can drop trowel and chuck him in a parking lot <laughs> and you don't notice, before you go, yeah, hey, you I'm, got I'm gonna, yourself a picture. I'm going to make a prediction. If your kid can take his panties off and throw them in a parking lot and you don't notice, we're going to see you on the news in your drive driving or parking lot uh, driveway, just going, "Oh my God, I left him in the car. I forgot I had one of those." You're not paying attention to your kid at all. You're, you're naked, kid. I've never understood that. When I In the house and stuff, it makes sense because you're not supposed to. Right. But in public, when a kid gets naked and nobody notices, that nobody's paying attention. Isn't it adorable? No, it's not. No. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, if Grandpa it's... did it, would it be adorable? Because they're the same mental capacity. <laughs> Twisted. I mean, think about it. If an 80-year-old man came... I like Ray Romano's old joke when a little boy comes in the room and goes, Dad, my pee-pee's getting hard. And everybody laughs. But if Grandpa did it... You'd, you'd put him in a home. Hey, my pee-pee. He's just as surprised as the baby. Anyway, long story short, that commercial is misleading. I, you know, they should look into it. We'll have somebody check that because that's not right. If we're going to run them, make sure that at least they're factual. And second, uh, just to heed the warning of people who I know now. It, it was weird yesterday. Like, right after I got my nasal swabs, I got calls from people. Uh, you know, this guy, he's in. And then another friend of mine. It was, like, really just a, a healthy, smart, normal human being. He's like, I got it. I'm like, did you get the vaccine? He goes, no, I dodged it. Like, And I didn't want to be the jerk that, you know, so now do you regret it? Right. It, he already got sick. I mean, the guy's gone through enough. And I don't want to throw that bomb on him. Yeah, it's all right. Well, it doesn't matter that you got it or not now. Hopefully you get better. Because that's, I already know. Like, I was at a, a get-together on uh, a, a, a family birthday party on Saturday before the Tame Impala. And everybody was kind of like eyeballing each other because they knew some people stood on the left and some people stood on the yeah. right. And I, I'm not kidding. And most of the people there were over 60. Because it was an over 60 person's birthday party. They cannot not talk about politics. There were like little arguments and fights and tears. And then one of them said, you know, immediately you'd see the one uh, guy come in and he's kind of the rebellious type. Have you gotten your COVID shot? Everybody. Everybody. You're going to die. Yeah. Everybody was calling each other out. And I'm like, yeah. you can't even have like a, a normal functioning conversation. It's weird. So. 
just, you know, stay in your camp, do whatever you do, but just be responsible about it. And especially if your kid's got no pants on. Keep that out of my parking lot. Please. You know, I talked to a, another friend yesterday who is a uh, person of color, and he had a funny line. He said, I, I'm happy every time a white girl gets abducted. I'm like, all right, what are, you, what are we talking there we about? Go. Yeah, I, I was like, all right, I'm going to hear you out here. That's a terrible start. Good opener. To, you, you got, got my attention. You definitely <laughs> have the audience. <laughs> And he, uh, he goes, seriously, he said, watch the news. He said, There'll be two or three uh, black people we haven't even thought about looking for pop up on the news because people feel guilty about it. I've seen it already. <laughs> and sure enough, this morning, <laughs> right. national news, Arizona looking for, there's, this dude's been missing for a long time. His name's Daniel, her, uh, what is his name? Uh, is it Daniel, Daniel Robinson. And his dad is David Robinson. So I got excited. David Robinson is going to. I'm like the, the admiral. The admiral, yeah. even more important. Yeah, right? more. He's like a super important. This guy's been missing. Uh, he he went missing. Uh, did they say a year ago? It said well, the, and, and they said it. The finding the remains of Gabby Petito in Wyoming reminded the public to keep 24 year old Daniel Robinson in mind. This is exactly what we were talking about. He's like, there'll be black people popping up that we've been looking for for years. Because the news feels bad about this white woman syndrome thing that has, it's clear. Let's get more out there. Yeah, he went uh, in Buckeye. It was just down in Buckeye. We haven't heard a thing about this. He's a geologist. Uh, his his uh, his dad's like, we got to have people doing more to try to find my son. They found his Jeep. They think it was in a posed position, crashed. He's missing. Um, and he's like, I had a, he had to have a private investigator look into it because people stopped helping him. Like, that. Eh, we can't find him. Uh, the, he wants him to criminally investigate his son's disappearance because of finding his private, private investigator. The Jeep was definitely driven after uh, where it was parked. Positioned. He was, wow. He went missing in June 23rd of 2021. Haven't heard a word about it. Not a single peep. Uh, he was last seen the morning of the 23rd driving near Sun Valley Parkway and Cactus Road. I have no idea where that is. I was in a, Jeep, a blue Jeep Renegade. He didn't tell anyone where he was going. There's some fishy stuff going on. Didn't tell anybody he was going anywhere. My guess is some girl ruined him, and he went on one of those weird dude drives. Had the Brian Adams playing. He probably had a little, look into my heart. I don't think that, uh, maybe. But I'm guessing it's more like, uh, maybe it was more of a, this might be time sensitive, but bitches ain't tricks and hoes. (laughs) That's what he should have been playing. Uh, but the Buckeye Police Department has worked with outside agencies 70 square miles, and they're like, they can't find them. Cadaver dogs, all that. Nah, it's over. It's crazy. They didn't even find his Jeep for three weeks. Found his Jeep on July 19th. But now the news is like, we're also looking for the... They showed a Mexican girl that's been missing for two years in L.A. They showed another one that's been missing here for two years I didn't ever know about. And he said it, and I, it's hard to argue. I'm glad when a white woman gets found, because it makes it so they start looking for missing black people again for a couple days. And I laughed hysterically, but I'm like, you can't argue that. He's right. Yeah, his clothes, cell phone, wallet, and keys were found at the scene. Underwear? That's what I'm saying. Did I find some? Is he very, well, is he, is he, is he approximately two feet tall? Because I think I found his underwear. Tip, little tip. Little tip. If he's a little over 24 inches, I think I found his underwear. And when I say that 50, about a sixty pounds, when I say that about a missing black man, when I say twenty four inches, of course I'm at height. <laughs> yeah, so they think foul plays involved. But I, have you heard a word about this story at all? He's been missing since. No, June. not a peep. Handsome, successful, young. Why? It makes you wonder.
but he made the point. Hey, man, I'm happy when a white woman gets found. He goes, I don't like that they get abducted, but when they get found, they, the news starts getting guilty, and they start bringing up all the missing people of color. And I'm like, that's crazy talk. <laughs> sure enough, that's all I've seen. Also, there's a, a Negro that's been missing for a couple of months. We didn't ever tell you about News, we don't care. It's just crazy. That's I, I had to text Brandon Lee and ask him why that is. Like, in the newsroom, when do you decide this person who's missing isn't as important? Or it isn't... I guess if it just doesn't catch on with us. And I, I'll tell you this. A missing man will never have the power of yeah. a missing woman. A missing man... did a special on that. Yeah, almost always a missing man wants to go missing. I would say like 80% of the time, a guy who wants to disappear has done something stupid or is trying to disappear. And I don't know why. I, I don't I don't assume abduction with a man. Because abductors don't go after dudes. That's right. not kidnapping. I mean, there's something terrible that went. Those reasons that you listed right there are most of the time. Yeah. That's why it's a missing. It's a murder. Yeah. And they, get, and they did a good job getting rid of the body. But with men, there's very rarely. He's been, how many times has there been? He's been missing for days and then a guy appears. My, my captors did. You know, there's been a few, but not too many. Usually it's the cartel that's stealing somebody for good reason. I'll go and say this. The cartel has good reason? Yeah. When a man goes missing, it's usually for a ransom or he deserved it. Right, Brett? Am I wrong? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Italian, I ask you. Notice I'm quiet in this conversation. Yeah. Dudes just don't get snapped up off the road. No. For, for reasons we can't explain. And that's just the a, random carjacking, like back in the, you know, in the early 90s, Michael uh, Jordan's father. Yeah, well, we all know what happened there. Oh, yeah. Nobody will talk about that. Yeah. There's some gambling issues that went on with that. We just don't talk about it. It was like in Goodfellas when he starts talking about, you know, everybody. He went to jail because he wanted to go to jail. Right. To get away from his wife. To get, to get out of his house. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I, you know, and I know there's circumstances that are different where somebody will go missing. And it's like some, you know weird trafficking thing. But for the most part, a, a healthy uh, adult male is not somebody that is targeted by a guy to kidnap unless he's got millions and millions of dollars. That story of that family, that uh, that, uh, that guy that they thought was wealthy and those Mexican uh, cartel guys stole him and put him in that box that was two feet by seven feet and he lived there for 238 days. And uh, they thought he had a ton of money because it's the American. And I, I don't, he wasn't American. He was from somewhere else. But his wife was, and they had kids and a beautiful home, and yeah. they, they were falling they around. Houston. Huh? Her, no, uh, no, they wife, were down in Mexico. I thought her wife's family owned a newspaper or something. I don't remember that. I just I just know that they thought they were wealthy, and she moved down there from uh, you know, the U.S. to go be with this guy. And they were feeding him chicken heads and water. He went from like 160 pounds to when he knocked on his wife. They let him loose, and he found his way home. And she thought he was long gone, and he knocks on the door in the back, and she opens it up, and she's like, "There was this eighty-pound figure. The guy was eighty-five pounds, and he had, but he, and they put, shot him in the thigh. Yeah, they shot him. They put sandpaper in the box that he was living in, that he had to stay in. They played hear this one. Tejano music the entire time, as loud as you can. Oh, play. there you go. Uh, oh man, look, I would give me the sandpaper over that. <laughs> I would rub my ears on the paper. Yeah. I forget the name of the people, but that that one was... Outside of San Miguel. Yeah, it's always money. Like, a guy gets kidnapped, it's always for... Like, they call back to go, we've got your husband. What are you going to give us in return? We'll let him go. Or political or something like that. With girls, it's just usually it's a boyfriend or a bad dude. Like, they're more susceptible to just getting nabbed. 
So when a guy goes missing, I guess the news isn't as interested as, like, why didn't he fight back? Like, we think this macho thing has to kick in. It's like, well, he must have done something wrong. Or somebody was after him. A girl goes missing, and she can just be walking down the street minding her own business and go missing. You hear that, ladies? That's horrifying. So, yeah, so the guy that's missing there that they're doing all the news stories on, it was on CNN last night. They started, Arizona, there's a story. I'm like, wow, this is breaking across this, the nation now. That this, this Because he's good-looking. He's a good-looking young man. And so they're like, well, this is good for TV. See if this catches on. And if it doesn't, you'll not you'll hear nothing about it later. But, John, even with you guys, as time goes by, coverage wanes. Oh, absolutely. But it usually is divided regularly. Usually you hear about it at least. I didn't hear about this I one at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah, Dude Goes Missing is not on our radar as citizens. Anybody question his crazy woman? Well, that's what I think. I always say, when a guy goes, anytime a man goes somewhere and doesn't tell anybody... He's getting away from a girl. Yeah. He's 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 done with her. And the only time you ever hear about a man missing is like after he killed his family or something. Like that guy in, <laughs> right. in South Scottsdale. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, still out on the run. Still missing. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, that's the, right. and the dude who got Petito. Yeah. yeah. He's missing. Right. That's when men go missing, when we've done something awful. Mm-hmm. Or we can't stand being with you and we don't want anyone to know where we are because then they can find us too. Because she's going to make calls in about three hours. He's not home. She's going to call all the friends. You're going to get contact. He's just disappearing. No phone, no nothing. Or something terrible. But yeah, it's weird how we all kind of have our it's predisposed what we think is supposed to happen with this stuff. But yeah, but now it's all over the place. So my uh, my friend who is not black, I will preface that he is not a black person, but he is a person of color, said he likes when white women go missing because it makes you look for us, us brown people. And he's right. He's 100% correct. You know what would get me interested in this missing person, John? Money. There's police body cam footage of his hard nipples. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Gabby the one Petito. thing. <laughs> uh, got me interested in the case, too. Megan said to me yesterday, she goes, How in the world did you notice her nipples? Every guy noticed yep. her nipples. No, they didn't. That's the first I've heard of it when you said it. I'm like, oh, the guys hadn't seen the video yet. I'm like, that's it. She looks like she's 12. I'm like, we're not doing it. Look, she can be eight. John Benet was a great story because she's a beautiful young girl. Yeah. Like pretty white girls, no matter how old they are, are the ones we make a, we fawn all over. That's what my point was. Now she happened to be of age, not wearing a bra, and you notice that. The first thing a guy notices before the story, we don't see the headline. The headline becomes hard nipples. It could say Jody Arias, murderer. Oh, what did we do? God, her nipples are amazing in that picture. Like if your nipples are hard, it 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 completely. Uh, usurps the entire story. It becomes about your nipples for at least a few seconds, and we're going to see how hard her nipples were. We joke about it, and then we're like, yeah, she's a horrible person. And then every guy second. Googled those naked pictures of her, too. <laughs> of Jody Right Harris. away. We all, once, yep. the, once that came out, it was like, there's a bunch of nude photos that have gone public. The, you could hear keyboard clicking and clacking all across. I know she's terrible, but let's take a look at those cans. So when the mind of a man works. Then you decide if she did it or not. That's like, true. She was a bad, you yeah. know what? Is yeah, this self-defense? Maybe. I mean, there were times I looked at the Jody Arias thing and said, how do you screw this up? <laughs> like She was totally, like, seems like she was in, man. All you had to do was give her extra attention every once in a while. She needs affection, I think, is the problem. And the guy was, but it turned out she's absolutely a horrible human being with great cans. What lesson can we learn from that? Go booby blind, you might end up all stabbed up. 
The boobs are the headline, but pay attention to the byline. She's got great cans, but she's crazy. Words to live by. It's it, Those are words to live by. Because crazy will eventually make the boobs a non-factor. How many times has a girl with great cans been your friend's girlfriend? And you're like, dude, she is the worst human being I've ever met. And he's like, you're right. And they break up. And then, like, I don't know, a year later, there she is again. Because he forgot. And the cans, you never forget. Yeah, she's back. I think things are different. I'm like, it's the can. You're, you're, the cans are the same. That's the thing. She's the same. So are her cans. Yeah, I know. She looks so good. We'll go blind to a pair of great cans. We'll overlook all of it to a pair of great cans. Cans are the headline. Read the byline. Girl with great cans stabs four. What are you looking at? What's the first thing when that's the headline, Brady? Girl with amazing breasts stabs four people at mall. What pictures are you looking for? Breasts. The girl. How about this? <laughs> Former nude model kills five. What's her name so I can yeah. stalk her online? <laughs> We're not looking at like, I missed her. the killed five part. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for the five victims. <laughs> right. You're not reading the story for, oh, my God, the heart. You're looking for pictures of this girl. When, what did she look like when she was nude? I let her stab me, said every idiot reading it. Yeah, we're pretty easy to predict us, fellas. Good pair of cans. That'll change the game. John, maybe that lost dude pissed off his garbage man. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. Wow. (laughs) Would they look for Brady? Would Brady be... uh, The news. Would the news care? We'd look for... It's hot. I'd wait until reasonable weather. He's got enough friends still (laughs) at the market to where they'd I would also say Brady's done himself a favor over the last few years by having... Plenty his body can live on if he's lost in the woods. You'll make it. Yeah, that 288 days, the guy <laughs> in um, San Miguel. You wouldn't have to do it. You'd have, been, you'd have come out fit. A lean, mean fighting <laughs> machine. You'd, you'd, ready, to, ready to come out like a 185 and started his own YouTube channel for fitness. Here's the secret. Live in a box for nine months. Huh? Yeah. Blow it up. Box it. Occasionally uh, nibble on a chicken head. That was it. Remember the the sandpaper part of it? Oh. Found out was ended up was fingernails and dried skin on oh. the surface of the box because the other people that were in there before him. Ooh. That I didn't yeah, read that. They talked they, yeah. because it, he was also scratching down trying to feel around to get out oh. of that thing. Well, then they put that big hot light in there. And his cousin with uh, some of the ransom money. Goes down there to make the exchange, and they take him for three weeks. Yeah. Get the money. Well, they, they they rallied up to get like half of it. I think they wanted like eight million dollars or something ridiculous. Yeah. And they ended up like this. They, they got the government involved and threw a couple million bucks this way, and they're like, not not enough. And they nabbed the dude who's dropping the money, and yeah, it was a it's a crazy story. Nobody knows about it because it was a guy in a box. If that was a girl, a pretty blonde girl. It would have been there would have been thirty movies about. It. Jesus Christ! Brady showed a trailer this morning. They're making a movie about Kurt Warner. You didn't see that? that, that I mean, yeah. Shazam. We make movies about nonsense, but a dude in a box, this is one of the best movies of all time if it, if it was done right. Dude living in a box for nine months while the captors that deal with his wife and the FBI and Interpol and all that stuff. If that was a pretty white woman in that box, it, everyone would know their name. Great everyone cans. would know it all. Yeah, and she's got great hands, <laughs> and she's easily chilled. Yeah, sorry about that, everyone who lives in reality. And that police footage came up. We all went, this is very sad. That girl's nipples are very hard also. <laughs> we can't help it.
You guys, and the reason why is because you go to such great lengths our entire lives to hide your nipples from us. So when they make an appearance, you know, it's like if Michael Jackson poked his head out in the 80s, people are going to lose their minds. When the Beatles showed up, they chased him down the road. Your nipples pop out. It lights a room up. We don't see those live that often. It makes the room happier. It's a celebrity. It's a celebrity sighting. They have no Facebook page. They, you know, nipples on a girl are, (gasps) they're out. We try to get pics. Ups, upskirt shots are another one. I don't understand that one, but it's a billion-dollar industry on the Internet to try to get pictures of people without underwear on. Because <laughs> it's like spotting a celebrity where you're not supposed to see them. Something that's hidden that reveals itself is exciting, no matter if it's a girl who's just been abducted or not. Insensitive? Sure. Whole conversation is. Real? Yep. And that's what we don't deal with anymore. Reality. But they got to shoot this dude. They, they found the boyfriend uh, walking on a trail, and they have cameras on the trail. Did you see the picture of him? It's like Bigfoot. He's walking. To, did you see it? It's on TMZ. They think it's him. Uh, his name's Laundry, and he's walking through this wooded area, but they've got some surveillance cameras in the area on the trails, and uh, this, this grainy night vision picture of a guy walking through there, kind of balding, but his hair's growing back a little bit because he hasn't been home for a few weeks. Uh, they're like, we're pretty sure this is him. So he's in the. So now they kind of have that Tommy Lee Jones three mile radius. But we'll see. That's a crazy story. But ladies, you can be abducted. Men, when you're abducted, just know this: no one's going to care. The news isn't going to care. Unless you've done something terrible before, that's the only time we look. And you're right. We even gave up on that dude in Scottsdale. Blew his house up. Oh yeah. And I remember when it happened. The cops were like, he's black ops. Good chance we don't find this guy. Like, really? Yeah. Any questions? Are you going to look? For a little bit. Meh. It's a dude. We're busy. It's a missing dude. He's... Come on. What's the point? Well, we're going to go find a hot girl. We're going to do our damnedest to do that one. The world needs more of them. But I hope they find that guy. Then you hear the ones that are... Uh... 42 years later, we yeah. find him. Yeah, the person... Yeah, the guy who, that's someone who wanted to stay gone, though. If you've been missing for 42, you know you were missing. And usually they come back with a different name, too. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, a baby is one thing. But when you're, like, he's 61, he's been missing for 42 years. Dude wanted to go missing. No, I didn't. You don't? Yeah, it's just, oh, I was uh, brainwashed. No, you weren't. You know you were missing. You might have been brainwashed, but deep down in your heart, you remember, "Ah, when I was in college, I was a different person, and then I disappeared for a while, and I ended up here. You know you're missing. I don't buy those stories either. The 42-year reunions of guys who didn't know where they were. Yes, you did. Guilt got a hold of you. The, the best story about that ever is a guy named John List. Who killed his... John List killed his whole... He was the first guy they ever captured on America's Most Wanted. And they did it with a paper mache head. And he killed his whole family. And he moved. And he left him in the house. And he turned the air conditioner way down. And so they didn't stink, or there's no like well, animals that were trying to get in and stuff. So he got AC cooking, everybody laid out, and he disappeared. And and back then, obviously, tracking somebody was going to be a lot harder. And this is probably in the 70s, early 70s. And then for, and then he went to another city and became a pastor and started a new life and all this other stuff. And uh, and years later, if the America's Most Wanted pops See, him up that's there. That's not a bad paper no, mache. No, the paper the mache face of in him. The middle. And the and the, oh forens- the forensic scientist like here's what we think he looks like now, and he goes because over time the guilt would make his mouth 
droop down, and he'd probably wear big glasses now because uh, uh, guilty people tend to wear bigger things on their face if they hide their faces. And they made a paper mache of his head, and some lady goes, that's our pastor. I was like, you think? It does look a lot like him. And they looked into it, and sure enough, that was a dude. 25 years later. John List story is amazing. That's another one that should be a movie. The John List story is incredible. Well, he don't have great cans, though, so... Nobody Nobody's cared. Nobody's going to care, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody cared. Now, show him with his shirt off, and he's got two hard nipples. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're combing the entire earth for it. Kicking high ground. Yeah, John List story is amazing. And especially when you stand, because that gave the CSI forensic science just the biggest boost in the world, because America's Most Wanted, John Walsh was yelling, this head was made Start by paper the FBI. More. They paper mache what they think these people will look like. So that's when the whole mailer started to come to your house saying, have you seen this kid? And then he was abducted in 12 years ago. And here's what we think it looks like now. It's a process, and it's legit. There's a science to it. I love all those stories, but... Kidnap a hot girl? They'll make a movie about that in an hour. John Jody Arias would be the top earner on OnlyFans if they just gave her the tools. Oh, could you imagine Man. how disgusting, how gross uh, society would be? It would be revealed how gross we are if Jody Arias was allowed a, right now a fans-only page. OnlyFans page. I'd sign up. Of course you would. I mean, right away. Morbid, it's the same things we were talking about with Tyson. This is a meltdown. I'm going to watch a meltdown and maybe some great cans. We'd all look. Brady says he wouldn't sign up, but you would be very quick to be turn your chair to look at that and stare at her. You'd be looking over yeah, our if shoulders. Someone popped it up. Yeah, yeah, if somebody popped it up, you'd do it. Maybe you wouldn't. Must pay look for it, away. But we'd all. Yeah, Must I'm not. I won't dignify this. Said no man. I'd watch because she's insane. It's terrifying. Anyway, maybe just dive deeper into your real psyche instead of acting like a Facebook warrior. Pat yourself on the back every time you say the right thing. Just deep down in your head, you know what you're really thinking. Perverts. <laughs> Woman with hard nipples kills seven. Pictures on page Why five. Why did they design the bra? <laughs> yep, where's five. page five? Where's page five? <laughs> Woo! Those nipples are hard. She killed some people. The bra was only, you know designed for support, sure, but it was also designed so productivity in workplaces could be done without because of nipples yeah. yeah oh i'm sure that uh yeah when that burning bra thing started in the 70s and women were starting to show up in offices with nipples hard productivity dropped like 80 <laughs> percent dudes were like well, we're not allowed to touch them anymore and they're walking around with it can we're, we talk business sure can it's like putting all the toys under the christmas tree with no wrapping and saying don't touch this it's impossible we're, we're built a different way acknowledge female uh, it's 7.14. Let's get a, our wake-up song. What do you got over there? Bro? All right, wake-up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to take care of you if you're going to be out there on the trails this uh, this weekend when the weather's starting to cool off, too, in the morning. So now it's time to get oh, those nice. morning rides in. But uh, need to rent one, need to buy one, you need the gear, they got it all. Plus, they got the five-alarm blend coffee. So make sure you hit the boys up at actionrideshop.com as well as on Instagram, Facebook, and all the other fun stuff. Uh, yeah, let's see. We got Anthrax, Aaron Jones, uh, or Aaron Jones, whatever. Aaron Primus. Every time I die, Limp Biscuit counterfeit for Conor McGregor. All right, I love it. Done, <laughs> done, done, and done. The biscuit wins. I like that. Robert Campy just texted. Goes to. I heard about two people charged with murder for butt implants on a wannabe porn star. What do you think? I googled. <laughs> you don't Google the. What's this story about butt implants on a porn star? Let's take a look. 
Yeah. Tyra says, young, successful African-American geologist missing without a trace. Illuminati. <laughs> and that's what we're hoping for, something that will spark this story. I hope the, you know, it doesn't look good. I don't think when men go missing, usually they they want to. <laughs> oh, man. I believe they're terrible. They just did a they just did an article a couple months back on that Robert Fisher guy that got to kill yeah. his family. Yeah, that's it's twenty years later. It's been twenty years now. Brushed under the rug, there. Yeah. and they still don't know where he is. And he's like sixty years old. Yeah, they're And they they were they were like we're pretty. The one I saw something about the preview for that one. They're like the one cop was like we're pretty sure he died out in the woods. We just never found him. Yeah, right. You're you're saying that so we relax. Yeah, because if dude can pull that off, because I remember that when that happened, and the first thing they said, he's black ops. There's a good chance he disappears. He he can live in the woods. He knows what he's doing. He can he can thrive. They found his truck. Remember that? They yeah. knew exactly where he went, and then then he disappeared. Like here's his truck up here in the woods in the Tonto, and uh, that's pretty much the last we're going to see him. He's going to subterranean tunnel all the way to Mexico. We know that. That story's pretty fascinating. We get some good ones. Arizona's got some good, you know, lifetime movies waiting to happen. Just can't get it done. But nothing like Limp Biscuits counterfeit. Somebody should make a movie about them. <laughs> And their disappearance. Although they did come back a couple years ago and put on a hell of a show. They're still doing stuff, right? They did a show just recently. Yeah, they did, but now they've they've canceled the rest of the tour because of COVID's? the vid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't, not, they didn't get it. They just don't want they don't, they don't want, want to be involved in bringing everybody Yeah, Chad Gray got it. Yeah. It's weird. Actually, I'm at a point now where I think I know more people with it currently than at any point during the last year and a half, two years. For yeah. sure. I'm, I'm in a Same situation where oh, I got six or seven people and got it, got it, got it, got it. I can't go to... Uh, my kinesiology dude that does stretching and, and work for me because uh, his whole house has it except him. So he's like, I'm the only one that doesn't have it. He got tested and he's like, but the people in my house, all of them, all of them have it. One of them's getting their ass kicked by it. And I'm like, well, I can't be around you just in case because I got to go into a hospital on Friday where they're testing me every two minutes. I've been waiting for ages to get this this leg fixed. What's he do? Just lock himself in his room then? Or so what? yeah, he's on the other side of the house. He's doing the best he can not to interact. And I'm like, well, I'm not hanging out with you until this is all over. <laughs> it's got to be brutal because the air conditioning is still right. you know, pushing air through all the rooms. That's what and- I said. He's like, he, like, evidently he's wearing a mask in the house, and he's like, oh, that sucks. He tried to get a hotel room for a little while, but he's like, it's just too big. He's got, they got a kid. Oh, it's crazy. Everything's crazy. See, kids ruin everything. Kids wreck it all. Kids put you in peril. Next thing you know, you got underwear under your car, and you're talking to the police going, I don't know where I just parked here oh my name is not father dale yeah, that's all i could <laughs> think was like if i come out and there's a cop standing next to you, you know anything about this i'm like uh of course or you went up to him hey found these panties, you uh, can't win that and i found a boy's underpants and there's boys underpants in your car you know anything about it the second somebody says you know anything about these boys pants you're you're you can't explain your way out of that no what do you mean they were under your car i just parked here that's yeah, the likely story <laughs> turn around we went hiking. He got lost. <laughs> He's uh, out there somewhere. Hmm. Why'd you have your car detailed today? Oh, crap. <laughs> it's like a pretty clean vehicle. Recently washed. Yeah, I had to Cairo do it this morning. Detailed the whole thing. Detailed, eh? And now we've got boys' panties nearby. It's to me like a cover-up. Great. Yeah, to keep your, keep your kids' underpants in your possession. Unless it's covered in scorpions or something. And even then kind of parenting are you doing you have to drop your kid's pants because it's covered in poisonous stings <laughs> that was a rough one i didn't see him when i pulled in but when i got out i looked down did you post him yet has anyone claimed those no, I have not posted, posted up on our facebook page 
John found boys' pants. Uh, I've ridden my bike on the trails and looked. I took a picture that one time. Full outfit of like a teen. Underwear, shorts, jean jacket. Save this to my phone. In bushes. (laughs) I'll just keep sending it to you until you do so. Damn it. I don't understand where people's clothes just fly off. Like one at a time. I could get it if the whole thing came off and you're sitting there like, okay, I'm changing my clothes and I'm getting rid of these. But just a just one pair, like shoes on the freeway. I never understood that either. Just how does that happen? There's a shoe well, in just the road. That, just one. The mess along the uh, borders. Well, that makes but sense. Just, I know. I guess. Well, that makes sense, though. I'm talking about things that don't make sense. A shoe in the middle of the freeway doesn't make sense. Like somebody just took it off and chucked it in the air. Yeah. How does a shoe end up in the freeway? Just one. There's got to be a foot in it. Anyway. Uh, you got the biscuit ready? Yeah. Well, Toledo posts those uh, that those <laughs> underpants. On his face. Do it on your personal one. No, God, no. I'm making sure. Doubly sure. And just put, check it out, and then a heart emoji. Oh, man. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> Has anyone seen the rest of this? Yeah, find the other parts of this. Let's piece it together. I didn't like it. it made me uncomfortable. Uh, it's Limp Biscuit. Uh, it's counterfeit for you, Connor. It's 98KUPD. Wake him up. Uh, anyway, it's the, not the offspring. We all know that. It's 739 here in the morning sickness, and off we go. My goodness, it's almost 8 o'clock. we got a word to give you a little bit. Give you that dinero double down from our friends at Modelo Especial and DougHopkins.com. It's not Petito. No, it will not the be word. Petito. We're not, gonna, we're not that <laughs> insensitive. Man. Maybe like, children's underpants. How about cans? Kinder pants, I call them. Oh. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Hey, they exist. I agree. Why am I the bad guy for even mentioning just You know you're the bad you're guy. You're the bad guy for making it dirty. <laughs> Kinder Pants. Holmberg's Kinder Pants. I'm going to start a whole line of that. And just leave them in the, in the parking lot. Like, I guess that's what you do. It's right there on 7th Street and Camelback. Imagine you doing the commercials like the MyPillow guy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kinder Holmberg Pants Kinder are Pants. fabulous. Vote Trump. I've lost my mind. It's right next to the gay Denny's, too. I didn't even think of that. Oh, jeez. Kinder pants. Found in every parking lot. All over this great nation. Yeah, don't throw your kids' underwear on the... That is a funny joke. If you're monitoring how people react to it nearby without me knowing, hilarious. But if you just left them there, you, you're, you're making a lot of people uncomfortable. Let alone someone seeing you take pictures with your phone. Why is oh, this yeah. guy taking pictures? Well, I started thinking about that. And the guy behind me, there was a guy parked couple parking spots over i'm taking photos of the underpants he goes that's a hell of a nice jeep and i'm like yeah <laughs> oh, i think he thought i was taking pictures of my own car i hope but when i went into the facility he had to look and go jesus christ the guy's taking pictures of kinder pants <laughs> got a whole gaggle of photographs of kinder pants and then jeff brown texts me and he said this is pretty good because he goes uh mr horton was just having a photo shoot in that parking lot we'll see who in the room gets that i didn't do you Mr. Horton. Here's a who? No, that's what I thought. No, no. Is it Paul so Horton? So I, I Googled it. Uh, he was a famous munchkin photographer of oh. like the 1930s. <laughs> and I think we need to go back to the word munchkin. <laughs> that's not offensive. It's adorable. I'll stop saying midget if you guys agree that munchkin is the replacement. Because I don't know what, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what dwarf or little person. I don't know what the difference is. Munchkin is great. Is like, midget a bad word now? Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> Oops. For a while. It's the M word. 
Say the M word, yeah. the R word, the N word, the homo F word, the real F word. All sorts of stuff you can't say. Just go down the alphabet. But midget sucks. But the reason we still say midget is because we're not afraid if they attack us. <laughs> so, oh, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> really? Seriously, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Munchkin. Adorable. We can all be friends with that. Munchkin's cute. Uh-oh. You know what day it is, Brady? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wings Feeling day. good on a Wednesday. It's Wings Day at Hooters. You get 20 wings. You get 10 free. All day, every day. All you people who had that all-you-can-eat Wings Day thing for a while, you ruined it. You outdid it. So now it's 20, get 10 free. Every Wednesday, dine-in or takeout. You know what goes great with wings is a nice cold Bud Light. They got that, too. Hooters and Bud Light bring you this Brady Report. Brady Report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. Also, happy National Ice Cream Cone Day. Just go into the... Just the cone? Get the cone. <laughs> no reason to... <laughs> You were disgusted by that. Yeah. Like, well, you're How much for one what a waste of time. Yeah. It just popped in my head, and I don't know why. Because I'm thinking of Brady going in and getting a cone, and I'm in the parking lot looking at Kinder Pants. Yep. <laughs> uh, you don't go in and tell people either. I didn't. It never right. even crossed my mind. Somebody just emailed me and said, do you go in and say, hey, you've got some, somebody dropped off some Kinder Pants. It's unbelievable, man. Did you see what's in the parking lot? You don't pick them up. No. And you don't tell anybody. You about ignore them. You act you like don't you never take saw pictures it. of them, John. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, you don't. And I you did. don't post them, Toledo. <laughs> I took three of them. I was commanded to. <laughs> I know. We have the audio. Hey, here's one of the photos. Very revealing. This is a live picture. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. So it moves dum, 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 a little bit. Yeah. Look, look. Oh yeah, that's real. That's real stuff, man. You can't you can't fake my Kinder Pants photos. And here's a far away shot. It's like, what's under your car? Well, I'll show you what's under my car. Kinder pants. I've got all the angles. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. You know, all I can think of is you're not going to need these anymore. Oh, <laughs> right in the parking lot. Well, I don't know if these pooped them or what, but that's the sentence that was said before Kinder pants were abandoned. African bull elephants have the largest relative manhood size of any land mammal. Bats are number one. Growing up to six and a half feet tall. Uh, bats are per like mammal. Know, size. Yeah, per right. size of the mammals? body. Are yeah. mammals? Or bats mammals? Yeah, yeah, but this is a... Come on, man. Any land... What land. am I, an archaeologist? How am I supposed to know these things? See? <laughs> See what I did there? Ready for this one? Honeybees can tell time and can experience jet lag. Who flew too far, No, they can't. <laughs> I'm wiped out, Todd. I can't service the queen. <laughs> I'm just done. No honey to I need a day me. off. What time is it? That's why they let the drones... No flying for you, man. Because you got to service the queen. Jet lag is based on the man-made construct of time change. Yeah, they know their time zones. Because you don't get jet lag from a flight from here to San Francisco because you're in the same time zone. It's only when you have a time change that screws you up. That's been like a, that's what, as I understand I, it, I the get science what you're saying, of jet but lag. There is a time difference because of the way that the circadian rhythms go. Right, a little, but not enough to make you like. You if, go eight hours. That's a big difference. You go eight hours. You're not in the same time zone. Right. That's what we're saying. That's right? what I'm saying. Okay. If you're in the same time zone and you you're land, you're not going to have jet lag nearly right. as bad. It's yeah. not the jet that does it. The travel can make you tired, but it's not jet lag. Like, oh, the plane wipes me out. Unless you go from here to New York and then back to LA and then back to New York, and you're like, I don't know what t- time or day is. I'm a mess. You get jet lagged when you make it. You understand what jet lag is when you make a real trip one day. 
yeah. to Australia, <laughs> yeah. and you say, this place is great, but they need to move it closer, and I'm never coming back. 17 hours on a plane, 16 hours on a plane. You don't know what day it is. It Your head just shuts off, and that's circadian rhythm. Even a day or man. two, even go over the pond to uh Oh, yeah, England. anything over, like, here to New York, you're yeah. a mess, because it screws up, like, what time it's supposed to be and what time it is. But bees don't get on jets, and we made up jet lag. <laughs> they might get tired. That's called fatigue. That's different. He's working too hard. It would take a sloth roughly 6.6 hours to travel a mile. Why would he need to? I wonder what kind of jet lag he would have. Yeah. And it's slow. You should know that over everybody. Guy who pronounces words crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I would, I would lose Zebra. you on that. You don't know that? No, you I did. Lose me but, on that, buddy. Yeah, I had to tell majority. You. You still say Alsatian. You're not afraid to lose them with that. They accept both, by the way. Who? Sloths? What? Yeah. what? Sloths? Sloths and sloth. They don't care. They're lazy. Uh, according to a new poll about fall, they interviewed people and asked them what was their favorite season. 33% said summer is their favorite season. Followed by spring. <laughs> fall is third. We get, it. we get it. We understand which order this is going. No need to tell us the fourth. Winter lost. Oh, thanks a lot. I know. I was on the edge of my seat. Spoiler alert, everyone. Although 18% said they don't know or don't have a favorite season. Those are my favorite people in the world that are so indecisive in a poll, you can't even just make something up. And you're so worried about being wrong, you can't answer the question with any certainty in your mind. What's your favorite season without saying, you know what, I'm going to hold off on an answer and I don't want to commit. There's no real wrong answer. Uh, I can't answer that. Put me down for an I don't know. Someone did another poll on um, tipping the generations between boomers, Generation X, and millennials. And it found that uh, roughly half of the Americans believe the standard tip, restaurant tip, should be between 16 and 20% of the total bill. Reasonable. Yeah. Majority of the baby boomers agree with that, 55%, compared to 46% of Gen X. 38% of millennials. They want it to be higher. Yeah. Majority of the millennials, 55%, believe the standard gratuity is less than 16%. Millennials want to tip less. Yeah. Aren't they the ones bitching about, like, constant wage problems? Yep. Yeah. They're the they ones They don't want to give any tips to people? Well, as long as it doesn't affect their pocketbook. That's a good point. This generation of everybody's got to be even and equal and money's bad. You- 17% of millennials in this poll say the standard tip should be between 0 and 5%. What a bunch Jesus. of dicks. 9% of Gen X and 6% of baby boomers. The uh, There's a waiter, or a waiter, there's a uh, restaurant that's got, that decided to say no more tipping, and they're paying their employees a wage. A higher wage? They're, they're, they said, we're going to cover that. Uh, yeah, gotcha. And no tipping yeah. will be a thing. And evidently, the, the restaurant's doing great. When they said that to me in Australia, again, back to Australia, they said they don't tip there. You don't, it's an insult. In Europe, most of the time, I mean, that's why they like the Americans coming over. It's a setup is what it is. Yeah. Because I didn't tip what? a couple times. They don't tip? The waiter called my hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Good eye, Mike. Just wanted to call and see how everything was tonight. It's fantastic. Thank you very much. So, uh... Me and the boys were just curious why there was no gratuity. Like I was told that was insulting. You think giving money to another person's insulting? What nation would that be in? <laughs> uh, am I supposed to tip you? Yes, that's why there's a tip line. I was told by someone that that would insult you. Yeah, of course it would. 
throw me a few bones. Look how mad I get at that. Um, would you walk down here from your room before I come to your room and kill you and then uh, drop off a few of the pink ones? Because I'm money's funny colors. Yeah, he called my room. Everything all right? Yeah, it's not going to be. <laughs> Keep this up. So you had, uh, yeah, let's get this straight. You had three or four drinks each. The bill was almost $300. I got zero for that. I put in quite an effort. Yeah, well, I, I thought that would hurt your feelings if I gave you extra. And then your brain, when you're saying words like that, you're like, what the hell did I... I walked into this trap. I'm going to get killed. After that call, you uh, open the door to go outside of your room, and there's a trash can yeah. knocked over in front of <laughs> yeah, the door. Right. Your You've trash, trash man issues. was my waiter 20 years ago. Because it's not just you he hates. It has to be everybody. I get it. Baby. It's just you. <laughs> Is it because I called no, your wife a Molly Duca? I'm like, I didn't know what that was, but... Just left-handed, you idiot. So, on the high end of tipping, though, 7% of millennials say they base their tip is more than 20%, which yeah. is higher than the Gen X and yeah, I go somewhere between 18 and 25. 15 is terrible service. It used to be 10. If you give me the worst service in the world, I'm still going to give you 15%. Because I might come back to that place if the food's good enough, but the service was bad. So I don't want a reputation. Because I've worked in a restaurant, and I know... When you don't tip well, they remember you. Oh, yeah. You become oh yeah Mount Rushmore. Especially if you're memorable. a regular at that place. Well, oh, if, you, even if you're regular not. Regular is a yeah. second Especially, time, Brady. Yeah. You go back yeah. a second time and you're known. You tip poorly a couple times. And there was, we had a thing. This, this is bigoted, but it was 30 years ago, so give me a break. But at Tony Roma's, when you were like, hey, we got uh, Indians at um, Table 52. And that was your code for people who don't tip. It turned into Canadians. Mm-hmm. And that used to be racially based. But now it was just anybody who didn't tip. Canadians on your table there, I've had them before. I'm like, no kidding. So you stop trying. Stop trying as hard. <laughs> Got Canadians on 52. <laughs> we'll have a Santa Fe salad and six waters. Ah, mother. I'm going to bust my ass. Six ways. I'm going to bust my ass filling waters. I just bring them two pitchers of yep, waters. Just bring them pitchers. Well, I don't want pitchers all over the table. Yeah. You're splitting a salad six ways. You got Dude, room. Get out you of here. Room. Taking up a table of six, and I'm going to get $3 max out of this thing? You're not getting my best effort. I'm not taking swings at your pitches. I've got some pee-pee poo-poo news. All right. Yeah. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your pee-pee poo-poo news. Yeah. A new study has determined the filthiest spot in your bathroom. What would your guess be? A kinder pants. <laughs> It is not. Well, that might take it if you're uh, yeah, if I brought them drying in. your hands with the I have Kinder, kinder Pants. It's the towel rack. Sure. It's unwashed, hand dirty hand. towel. Yeah, most people don't change that out that often. What, your towel rack you're supposed to change? The towel yeah, rack. Yeah, the towel rack after washing your hands. The decorative you hand yep. dryer. Oh, gotcha. Easy way around that one. Don't use it. It's decorative. Yeah. It's decorative at your house, so assume it's decorative at someone else's. If you're constipated right now or you need to be a little more solid, here are the 10 best cereals if you need to go number two. So the number one cereal to go number two. Snooze. 
Yeah, it's Brady's. Pee pee poo poo news. Brady's oh, okay. Brady's news usually is something that's bothering him, and he Googled it and he found it. And he's like, "This this is good information." Fecal so what, miss, Brett. What just happened, Brett? Is Brady just announced that he hasn't had a good solid <laughs> in about three days? Not true. Impossible in Brady's body. Number five, we'll do the top five. Fiber one. Know that one? Says it right in the name. Yeah. Number four, Ezekiel sprouted flower flakes. Never heard Flourless of flakes. Not eating. Flourless flakes. Cheerios. Number oh, yeah. three. Oh, no kidding. Bob's Red Mill Organic Oat Brand, number two. And number one. Great nuts. Barbara's Multigrain oh. Puffins. Barbara. <laughs> what? Barbara's such an egomaniac. <laughs> she made cereal. It's like, you want to give it a fun name? Absolutely not. I don't need the name Barbara on it. The Barbara's Puffins. The one that did make the list in the top ten <laughs> uh, was Poop Like a Champion. Yeah, it's available on Amazon. Just Poop Like it's a Champion. It's a real thing? Cereal. Yeah, it is. That's your pee-pee poo-poo news. What, when do you worry that you're constipated? Five, six hours? Um, A day, maybe. A whole day, and you're like, this is trouble. I haven't gone today. Man. And you think constipation, just not, meh. Because, yeah, because you're like a three or four times a day guy. Two. Mm. Come on. <laughs> depends, depends on how I'm grazing. I know. How you, I, so every yeah. day is at least three. I've seen you graze. Between two to three. Yeah, three. Poop like a champion is real. Better than Barbara's puffins. <laughs> you can get it at Walmart too. Yeah. Multi-grain Barbara. puffins. Barbara had a meeting. She sat in her big CEO chair. Wait, like fifteen a, bucks for a box of cereal? That's, yeah. that's insane. And it's going to shoot right you, through Barbara? you. It's not even very good. Barbara can eat it. Barbara's puffins. She had the nerve to have like a cartoon <laughs> puffin and everything, but she still had to have her name on it. No, 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 no. It has to say Barbara's it's original. Babs. Puffins. They're little puffs, and we have a puffin as a logo. Oh, that's great. What do we name the puffin? Barbara, like me. It's Barbara the puffin. Barbara, that is not a selling name. Some foodie news. <laughs> Barbara. I don't know why that name's making me laugh so hard. <laughs> Chipotle is adding a new uh, smoked beef brisket to Uh-oh. their menu. Jealous? They <laughs> test it in California and Ohio. And Take that, Barbara's Puffins. I got something that'll loosen me up a little faster than your cereal. McDonald's is phasing out their plastic toys and Happy Meals. Oh, because kids that's, eat uh, responsible for Plastic Island. Uh-oh. It's not, but um, they've had a ton of plastic toys come out there. They're going to completely try to cut them out by 2025. Why are we not making lemonade out of lemons with Plastic Island? Garbage Island's floating out there natural. Let's go out and get some engineers on that. Construct some sense. Sell it and make beachfront garbage property. Make a, that th- have you seen that thing? Mm-hmm. Garbage Island. One is, person has on one. Okay. It's, it's not a real big island, but they've started making. Um, well, they can make the a garbage. I'm it, talking about take the floating. one that's happening naturally from our trash, and it, the currents have made all the plastic and garbage go to one spot. High in. I mean, I mean, it's a massive island. island. Yeah. Where is it? In the Pacific. Pacific Ocean. Just spinning around. It's just this no. giant oh, garbage yeah, yeah. island. So let's put some edges on this thing and a resort here and there. Here's the pattern it takes. There's it floats around. The cool There's thing is two of them. It's like a cruise ship. Is that the place where they're putting the houses there? The one? No, no. That's you're thinking of down ready? in uh, Dubai. Nobody's building on the actual garbage island. That's my idea. You're saying the ones that they're doing where they're building islands. That's down in the Dubai region where they put. No, no, no. I'm saying islands. one guy was doing. It was like. Twenty people I saw you making stuff on the on garbage island. Barge, yeah, I don't think you're allowed. I see like Tucson West. Yeah, see, look at that. That's beautiful. Get out there. We spray paint. Tucson West.
us. <laughs> it is kind of the island of Tucson, we'll call it. Ooh, somebody's got the idea. The Tucson Island is a no, good no. idea. It's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. I mean, it's so garbage out there. And everyone in Tucson gets a free ticket one way. So they can get it. And then we'll give Tucson back to Mexico where it belongs. I can't stand Tucson. Gadsden Purchase was a nightmare. Look what it got us. Nogales and Tucson. We don't want it anymore. Sure. That's uh, pretty, actually. Whatever that is. This is your garbage island idea. Oh, somebody drew it already. He has it. Somebody, somebody, so he's color-coordinated garbage island. Yeah. Makes it quite beautiful. Call, he's calling his recycled island. Well, I'm not into recycling. <laughs> I'm into garbage. This uh, <laughs> That's ridiculous. Dude's walking on it. <laughs> like it's that thick. This company, MSCHF, is responsible for um, a couple of ideas. AI-generated foot pics, uh, boomer email collections, and their latest is called Sunday Service, where you can get a Chick-fil-A sandwich, chicken sandwich, delivered to you on Sundays. The price, of course, is uh, $6.66. They say, enjoy Chick-fil-A and eternal hell. (laughs) Um, The website uh, also cites Colossians 2.16. Therefore, there is no one, let no one pass judgment on you, the questions of food and drink, or with regard to the Sabbath. Is Colossians correct? Yeah. (laughs) You're the Bible guy, but I don't think that's how how you say it. Colossians? how I've said it. That's never an offense. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's no, right. In that case. Especially with you. Of course, the words you say aren't correct, but that's how I've always said it. And the way I say it is correct. <laughs> is it? It's yeah. the first time I've heard Colossians. That's like rubber boots for biblical people. Put on your Colossians. It's raining. That being said, they say... You mean Galatians? That's what I thought it no, was. No, there's Galatians. I know Galatians. We know Colossians. that. I don't know what Colossians is. Spell Colossians. <laughs> C-O-L-O-S-S-I-A-N-S. I'm not doubting you. I've just never heard it. And, I'm, and I well, do know. Something but something Well, maybe you will. Because tw- like, no, you don't know. You're the one who's yeah. the Bible guy. I'm so, sure it's mispronounced then if you're going to go off, you know. Well, Colossians, let's, let's yeah. I've never hear, heard that one before. Let's hear Google announcements. It, it'll say Colossians. That's right. I've just never heard that one before. So I was knowing Brady, I assumed it was a mispronunciation. Right. But you have to check in. Colossians. There you go. I have no idea what that is. That's a, it's a biblical, great book. Is it? What's in yeah. that one? Lots of fun stuff. Yeah. Well, Lots of knowledge. It's the most important book in your life, so I'm glad you picked that up. It's the first one. It's God's first draft. He was wrong. <laughs> he had to admit he was wrong and write another one. <laughs> Colossians. What comes out of Colossians? Anything good? It's New Testament. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, is it new? It's yeah. Not it's a, in, it's the in the new, new one? Yeah. That's the one you like. Sure. You don't even know it? Yeah. What is it? That's why I, pr- I pronounce it correctly. <laughs> right, but that, that's not that's not uh, an identifier. One I, of the uh, apostles uh, wrote Colossians. That's a you're doing series great. of letters that were put together. <laughs> the top verse is, the sun is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Mm-hmm. Colossians. That's Colossians 1.15. Never. For him in all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Colossians. Ha, he, ha, Colossians. Ha, ha, he, ha, ho, him. Ah, ha, ha. Oh, him. Yeah. He, de, ho, ha, ra, ha. Oh, us. 
When did the Brady report get so deep? This is, this is ridiculous. the pants, he yeah, with me, I-U-A-E-I-O-U. Sometimes Did you say you did why? that? The vowels, you did it. Yeah, oh yeah, you can do anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> Be him with me and him, ha, he, who. So Colossians is one that you're a big fan of. Do that at church this weekend. See, that's, you just proved my point that I'm an extreme atheist in that I believe no one actually believes they're garbage. That's the first year here. It's 802, two. John. <laughs> Colossians <laughs> is the word today. Really? Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Good one. It's a good Nobody's word. going to win that one. Yeah. Good work, Brady. A 44-year-old uh, thief in Germany broke into a kindergarten classroom back in April. Kinder pants. He didn't steal the uh, kinder pants. He uh, stole a laptop, picture books, cups and glasses, and fish sticks. And some pasta. Oh, gay yeah. fish? Guess he was hungry. Do you like fish sticks? You know, every now and then, they're a nice little treat. Are you a gay fish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the South Park that went on for 30 years. That's hilarious. So you're a gay fish. Fish. You, you understand. I like putting you yeah, like yeah, you yeah. like putting fish sticks in your mouth all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> okay, fish. It's one of the most frustratingly funny episodes of South Park <laughs> ever. There's a new homeowner in the UK, and he's going through the house, and behind one of the walls, he found a old doll, a rag doll. There's a note on the old doll. Emily was her name. Said. My name's Emily. Um, I killed the original owners. Whoa. And it ended with, I hope you have knives. Sleep well. Oh, man. The guy had some fun with it uh, posting because he's like, you know what? I knew about this house and this is, it's not like it's been there a long time. Someone, it was a setup, you know, for a couple years ago, someone put it in there for him to find it. But we'll see. Our funniest listener, by the way, 97936 Colossians. That great book that, you know, everybody lives their life by that book. They swear that they're, you know, living their life for the Lord. You don't even know the chapters. I've never heard of that one. I don't think most of you have. Uh, Scott Haynes, our funniest listener, says, uh, Tony the Tiger versus Barbara the Puffin. Tony the Tiger comes out and goes, they're great. Barbara the Puffin goes, it's edible. (laughs) Barbara, your puffin is boring. (laughs) Barbara's puffin is something I would search on Pornhub and assume it would be a little bit of a plump one, you know? She's got the, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Some of those girls that have look like they got stung by a bee down there. <laughs> that's Barbara's puffin. And from this day forward, that's what I'm going to say. She was a cute girl, but naked, she had a Barbara's puffin. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. She had an OnlyFans page? <laughs> if she had an OnlyFans page, you'd look, no, I don't like, the, I like the smoother ones. I don't like the Barbara's puffin style. Too puffy. Seeing if there's any other lady names on the list for your fiber cereals. For Barbara's like puffins. Like Natalie's. Yeah. yeah, that's just arrogance. Let's get to some you have, videos. You don't have, I mean, Kellogg's is a last name. It's a little arrogant, but it's not like Ricky's Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Barbara, get over yourself. Maybe Ricky's got We get it, flakes. Barbara. You and your, your wine-drinking wives made some cereal that makes people crap fast. We got uh, the first one is a kid on a skateboard. Rolling pretty fast, and then he bails on the skateboard and tries to run it off. This okay. is your road rash for the day. All right. And oh, he's not going to do well. 
So he's scorpions, scorpions into the back of a car. Metal sucks. Message today is a little rough. Wow, that is. <laughs> the news feed just said f off. Oh, all right. <laughs> the TV just told us to f off. We're not right. doing it today. So he's screaming. Down. Is he listening to uh, Fleetwood Mac? Because if he is, he's going to get a truck. no. Flying down the road on a skateboard. He is moving. We're talking 25, 30 oh. miles an hour. Oh, he's wobbling. Oh. 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 Scorpions into the back of a Honda. Oh, he's. Oh, he is flying. And right there, he's wobbling. Now he's running. Now he's in the back of the Honda. In the curb, too. Oh, man. Oh, he's. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's. Oh, he's... Oh, <laughs> this gets worse. He's still bracing. He goes shoulders first. About three quarters of the video, you realize that kid's having fun, and then he's like, there's no brakes, there's no brakes, there's no brakes. This doesn't end soon. There he goes again. Oh, he's. Yeah, he's. Oh, this is not. He's dead. Those little, <laughs> like it sounds like he's in clogs. He's hitting the ground. That last so time I did see the lady in the driveway. <laughs> There's a woman in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Show it again. I yeah. that one. Hang Does on. she throw up at all? Because that kid is taking a shot in the back of that. She on. looks over. She's in like a oh, mint green. I like his hooves though. Listen, an old... when you hear his hooves, she's next to the car in the driveway. <gasps> oh, oh, it's oh, an old yeah, woman. Is... Oh yeah, God! She's... They hit my Honda. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. The next one is the uh, <laughs> girls getting hurt. It's a bouquet toss. This is a oh, good scrum. I love these. They fight for it. <laughs> so starved for somebody to pay their bills, they fight for the bouquet just on the just pure hope. Just it already. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, they're all big. Oh, oh yeah. Of course. The, yeah. The big ones are in a... Yeah, the tackle was oh, made. Oh, man. The big ones are fighting. <laughs> if I catch it, a man will love me. And Brittany looks pretty good. The bride, the bride did a good job. 15. Yeah, okay. The last one? There, by the way, I did watch a South Park yesterday that was very funny. They tried to make Butters gain 40 pounds because they thought he could be like Jared from Subway if he gained a bunch of weight and then ate nothing but City Walk. They could do commercials on how he lost weight and they just do lipo or whatever. So they go to Chef and like, how do we get Butters to gain 40 pounds? He goes, one of you boys is going to have to marry Butters. <laughs> I said, why? He goes, it works for every woman I know. <laughs> and I was like, that's just ridiculously great. Next one's a little wild America radio video and uh, a couple of a uh, couple of raccoons. This is a close call. There's a gator in the water. Uh oh, raccoon. raccoon raccoons hanging around. There's an alligator right there. Who's it's filming? He's trying to warn the raccoon. Oh, 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 they This is like Frogger. They're on a log. There's a gator. Oh. It's a baby though. Yeah. Y'all get yeah, that on got video? It. Where do they live? That Come they're on, m- it's a swamp. You know where they live. No, I'm not talking about what Florida. state. Like, what kind of dwelling oh. are we in at this point? <laughs> this is their backyard? That that, that goes on in filming range with a group. I can understand one dude, like, you know, that he's David got, Laundry guy that we're looking for might get a video with us. He's on the screen right porch. He was looking to see if his wind boat was clean. What a, what a view. What a piece of heaven you've... Picked out for yourself. Wow. Quite the crowd. He had a nice group. Show <laughs> <laughs> that scrum with the uh, the brides again. There's nothing better than big girls who think that that's actually their next ticket to love. 16. 15. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. Uh, uh. Gotta put a ring on it, girls. Uh, Breaks the block into a oh, 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 Makes the tackle. Oh, it's Samoan. The Samoan girl broke that girl's back. I could watch this all day. <laughs> Mainly because, oh, I tell you what, 
It's mine. I'm getting married next. And she held onto her phone. The, the girl didn't fumble either. And the Britney bride, I can tell you by the look of her ass in that dress, that before she got the ring in the question, she, she was about 40 pounds thing. heavier. Yep. If you can barely nice hear it in the background at the end, the guy goes, That's what she got all the best friends. <laughs> Yes, all the girls that she wouldn't pay for Weight Watchers yep. to get into that. <laughs> she looks the best she's ever going to look. And the, and the the groom is this tackle, this Samoan. Just, I mean, that's a horse collar. That's 15 yeah, yards. A horse and the girl held on to it. I wonder if they're still friends. God, look at them. They're just. John, they weren't friends to begin with. None of those bridesmaids are friends. So desperate to have someone making. One dollar for every one dollar's worth of work in their life that they'll I hurt each it, other. I, I need someone to pay for all my stuff, bitch. <laughs> I need a baby before I'm thirty, or I'll lose my figure. Your figure is Hindenburg. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't need to lose. You do need to lose your figure. I think your voice for her is a little high. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> that would be surprising. Seriously, you guys. Oh my god, that mountain of a woman wow. <laughs> sounds like she's on helium. <laughs> Nat f- took my bouquet. That's mine. I'm supposed to be next. When's my turn? I tell you what, uh, your turn might happen. Oh, you're on the treadmill. <laughs> Just an idea. John, to be fair, it was a Gucci purse. Yeah, not someone a said. Might oh, put a little more uh, value on that. Was it? Uh, did you mention that? I saw that in the re- remark after uh, ah. looking at the screen and said, "Well, if you you'll get that reaction if you're throwing a Gucci bag." Only two pigs, though. She tossed a Gucci, but what a bougie bitch that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw a bag Watch at you. That. Thanks a lot, Evita. Which, this is a sit on your thing and preach down to the poor all day. It's a knockoff. It's something you guys will never afford. I don't even want it. Thanks for coming. I've got a husband now. He'll buy me a new one. I don't have a husband. I want to catch that bag. As long as she keeps that weight off. Yeah, wow. <laughs> she still gets half. The ring's on there, Brad. Yeah, the oh, ring is already, on it. Yeah. He's already ballooned. He didn't prenup because she fooled him. I tried for a year, and now I can quit again. I look so good in my wedding dress. Yeah. Now I'm just going to eat cake. <laughs> need the weight can. clause in the prenup. Yeah, you do. Prenup needs to have a weight clause. Brady's friend had that, and the girl signed it. That's genius. It was, it's the most brilliant thing ever. Wouldn't say my friend. Why not? What happened? Because I knew the guy that oh. He's a personal friend. He should have been a friend. He should have been. A genius. Absolutely. My best friend. <laughs> you should have had that guy with you at all times making all your decisions. <laughs> Orkopolis would be McDonald's at this oh, point. Man. That guy was running. <laughs> that nothing but good ideas. Uh, Colossians. Yep. What is it again, Brady? Written by which one? Um, okay. Paul. Great book. Say Paul. Paul Colossians. Good guess. It's gonna, a good I'm chance. Guess Paul. I'm going to say Ringo. Or Paul I'm going with Ringo. Colossians. I think Ringo wrote Colossians. That's why the nobody. Apostle Paul. That's why no one remembers it. Ringo's work. It's the Octopus Garden of the Bible. <laughs> You've heard of it, but you don't know. You're not going to listen to it. Uh, uh, it's a twelve. We're what? getting a lot of people messaging us. Can you spell it? Yeah, I can. C O L. Oh, you're going to do it. I, I can spell, oh, it, spell it if you're asking. No, okay. I'm not going to. I just can. Oh. C O L O. No, no. We have an hour. Okay. No, no. Colossians. I thought you. I thought this was eighty percent of the population. I thought you guys loved that book. This is more of a scientific and social experiment for me. Can't spell it. And don't go around telling everybody. I want to try. Yeah. Tell it for me. Ask God for it. He'll tell you. Pray. Pray for the spelling. Pray for guidance. <laughs> Pray for spell check. Colossians. That's a new one to me. 
Must not have much info in it. They never quote that one. Great book. I don't ever see that at college football games, Colossians 312. Nope. It's too much to write. They can't spell it. It is. That's and they never read it, because if you can't read the chapter, you really John, feel... John, ha- yeah. use John. I like John, because oh, I, 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 this guy's work makes sense. Colossians, if I don't know what the word of the chapter means, I'm certainly not going to do well with the They the misspelled Colosseum. <laughs> it's very close to Colosseum. Good luck with your Colossians. Colossians? <laughs> <laughs> I got my Colossians on. Uh, it's 814. There you go. That is your Brady Report. Somebody's going to get 1000 biblical dollars later. It's 98. It's Rage Against the Machine right there. Gorilla Radio. If you want to get 1000 bucks in the dinero double down, well, then darn it all. We're working on that for you if you want in on it. The word today is Colossians. It's biblical. Sure is. All Brady knew it. A second he said, when I questioned it, he knew immediately to correct me and say, no, that's absolutely it. <laughs> you weren't sure either, <laughs> which makes me laugh harder. Nobody knows what Colossians is, but it's a word. We learned it today, so we're going to walk on uh, Colossians, because I think that's what you do. Uh, 97936. It's part of that Bible everybody loves so much. Colossians. Spell it right. We'll draw your name. Maybe get you a 1000 bucks. And again, people are like, spell it on the air. I'm like, you have an hour to figure this out. I bet you you can Google it. Go learn something. Somebody just said to Google the Bible verses. Why? Because it'll come up in there. Just, just like speak to text. Colossians. Mine spelled it. It's in there. I think they, you know, it's not like the Google's going to be like, we skipped that one too. I, like, like everybody else, we don't know what that is. Google knows. So just pop it in there. I started to write, I spelled it really wrong. And uh, my phone fixed it. Oh, nice. And capitalized it, which is even better. So you get it right. 97936. Brady just pointed out in our uh, hallway and reminded me of one of our, a flashback of our 20 years here on the air. Uh, Brett, you don't even know about this, but uh, 20, probably had to be close to like right when we started. Uh, we were in our little room here doing the show, and uh, somebody pops in and goes, Hey, Roger Rabbit's in the lobby. <laughs> we're like, Huh? What? Like, what? 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 Roger Rabbit's here. He it's says, a Tough day for me. So, Roger Rabbit, and this was when Brady was like, Because when we first Look, started, I'm going to break in as producer. Brady was the producer, and I'm like, Look, this is what producers do. <laughs> and I still haven't broken Toledo in on it. I don't care anymore. He just leads people around. <laughs> I don't think you got to go out there and handle what's going on. We did not invite Charles Fleischer, the man who voiced Roger Rabbit, to our show. We, in fact, sent him a firm no because I knew him from another thing. A, he was weird. B, not that funny. Roger Rabbit was, at that time, 15 years old. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to live on the Roger Rabbit I didn't even stuff. know who the guy was. I do Roger Rabbit better than he does at this point. And... Uh, he was also one of the bad guys on Welcome Back, Cotter. Those were his claims to fame. Now, Welcome Back, Cotter was already 25 years old, 30 years old. Uh, the Roger Rabbit was 15. He had some bar that was having him as a stand-up. He's also a terrible stand-up comic. So I said, Brady, you got to go handle this. Tell him he's not coming in. What do you mean? And you went out into the lobby and saw yeah. Roger Rabbit. Hey, boss. Sorry. <laughs> he starts with not the happening. classic. You were very nice. Pack it up, Sorry, we don't have time. We don't know. We did not book this. And Roger Rabbit says... Um, He got mad at Oh, yeah. He was very upset. You know who I am, Yeah, yeah one of, of those deals. Oh, Brady comes back in. I'm like, how'd it go? And he goes, the, um, the guy was a dick. <laughs> like, all right. And he, I don't think that might have been the first time you ever said that. Brady didn't like calling people names at that point. He's really, he's over that. He's not happy. Yeah, he's not a happy man. So Roger Rabbit was furious. So Brady just pointed in the thing. He's like, I think we got a Roger Rabbit situation outside. And it reminded me, and I started laughing. Because in our 20 years, that was probably that. And Paul Rodriguez showed up for no reason once. 
And we and were, we brought we we no uh, we didn't we we, we didn't we oh, had that's something right. going we did on turn. we had to that's tell right. Paul Rodriguez to go away and he was also upset I'm like we didn't he ask went to the wrong stage. well he's in Guadalupe no, he I came mean because it was his publicist that just said, oh the figure oh we can every if, station's gonna take right it. if Paul Rodriguez just shows up yeah you're gonna say okay we're like dude AKA Pablo we can't have you in here you're sorry I would love to but we we were in the middle of something else oh yeah we had something going on. It wasn't important, but you just can't barge in like that. This isn't the Tonight Show, and you're not Sinatra. Like Sinatra, the, the music would play, "My Kind of Town," and like all of a sudden the curtain would open, and there's Sinatra. But it was also never a surprise. Johnny always knew. Yeah, it was for the audience. Paul Rodriguez isn't big enough to just go. Oh my God, we've been interrupted by Paul Rodriguez. Uh, but the the Roger Rabbit thing happened, and then it got me thinking about what's going on at Disneyland right now. And Roger Rabbit is under the. Uh, well, they, they couldn't have been more right a few years ago, the people who are crazy about, like, uh, well, if you let them have this, they're going to get this, and it's just going to never end, the whole PC thing. We're like, ah, it's no big deal. Allow them to correct a few things in the past. And boy, it's gotten to the point where I wish I would have listened to those nutballs that said, you can't allow everything in history to change just because today it says different. I'm like, well, there's no reason for Song of the South to be out, and there's the big ones. They get the big ones, and they're and you're right too. You know, you go back and you start say, well, we really need to show song and stuff. Maybe the Looney Tunes was uh, the Bugs Bunny cartoons. They're hilarious, but at a certain point, oh, yeah. you're like, all right, they just don't fit today's society. But let's not erase them from history. But and it's gotten out of hand. So now Disneyland, Disney World has that tune ride. I wouldn't go on that because I'm a, an adult. And probably the lines of kids. I'm too scared. Right, it's horrifying. But in uh, the certain part of it, Jessica Rabbit, who if you haven't, because it's 30 years old, uh, Jessica Rabbit from Roger Rabbit was the sultry songstress damsel in the movie, uh, dressed scantily clad with a, a waist of about three inches and cans for miles, even though they were cartoon cans. And that's how you know her name. And that's the how cans. we remember her. Yes. Jessica Rabbit. Bob Hoskins was real life, and he still wanted to bone that cartoon lady. The rabbit wanted to nail her. That body on that cottontail was unbelievable. Telling you what, Jessica Rabbit, and it was a rabbit. That's what people forget. (laughs) It's also a rabbit. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) was she a real rabbit? She had a oh yeah. Did she have a cottontail? I don't remember that part. I just remember boobs. (laughs) But it's Jessica Rabbit, so I assumed she was a rabbit. But anyway, so in uh, at Disneyland, there's a thing in the Toonland. I don't know if it's a cartoon or if it's like animatrons or whatever. Where she's in the back of a trunk, and the weasels, who are the bad guys in the movie, are uh, taking her. And, and But the whole point of the Roger Rabbit movie was to show that a woman who looks like this can also be strong and capable. That's the whole point of the character of Jessica Rabbit, is to say, just because I look this way doesn't mean I'm not moral, strong, and super capable. That's what the movie did back in the 80s, was to teach you, yeah, I look a certain way, but don't judge a book by its cover. They all thought she was damsel in distress. Turned out she was the toughest one in the movie smartest one in the movie and most capable one in the movie. Well, they're changing that. They're taking her out of the trunk, or already have, to where she can't be in distress. The weasels are trying to get her and they can't get her. So in the now she bonks the weasels on the head. They're putting a little more clothing on It's her. like whack-a-mole. And they're like, we can't have a woman um, be this weak. And like, that is the whole point of the character is to show that even when she's in the worst situation, she'll figure her way out they're like, they're not without help. These kids aren't going to look watch this movie yeah it's it's the opposite of what they're of what the movies yeah, of, like what, what her character about? was in the first if you really wanted to change jessica rabbit to say here's what reality is for jessica rabbit 
do a Kathleen Turner makeover and show what Jessica Rabbit turns into. Because it's a nightmare. No. The horrors of aging. Yeah. If you want a reality Jessica Rabbit, it's the voice of Jessica Rabbit. And what she went to. And, and why is that a bad thing? Have Kathleen Turner go, I used to be Jessica Rabbit. Now I'm this. It's like, ah! What happened to her? Put her back in the trunk. Oh, she doesn't fit in the trunk anymore. Now the weasels can't take her. It's And who was mad about Jessica Rabbit in the first place? Who went by that and said this? We can't do Some that. wildebeest. It's a wildebeest. It is. I think you're yeah. absolutely right. You know what it was? A woman and her husband went to Disneyland with their kid who is now about the right height to ride the kids' rides and walked into Toonland, and she still hasn't lost baby weight, even though it's been five years. <laughs> and uh, she looked over and saw her husband eyeballing that cartoon slut and said, Oh, man, oh, man, that's a body. That's the most unrealistic thing. I, I can't believe you even look at that. Those are some huge cans and a tiny waist. I'm going to look. Somebody needs to do something about this. She's just some helpless slut. So Karen slut-shamed Jessica Rabbit until Disney bowed. I can't imagine anybody actually being mad. You don't know the story of Jessica Rabbit. Well, when they change the Peter Pan gender ride, then that's when I'm out. <laughs> what gender is Peter Pan? Does anyone know? I don't know. I don't know. Please, Eddie, tell me what Peter Pan has. A vag or a dick? I don't know. Let's get out of here, Roger. They're going to change him to a Latinx. Yeah. <laughs> a Latinx unknown. He's a two-spirit, whatever the hell that is. But somebody's mad. Like, I can't imagine walking through my life being like, I got to call somebody about Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> How can you not get over something? I don't care if they change it. I don't care if it's right for... T- Who's the person that walks through there and says, something's got to be done here? We got to take the hook who, off of Captain who, Hook. Yeah, who made the call? Yeah, the prosthetics in 2021 yep. are so much better than hooks. It's offensive to poor people with hooks for hands. Little... Assume they're all pirates. Not all amputees are pirates, and that's the message we're sending. Oh, Jessica Rabbit was married to Roger Rabbit. She's not an actual rabbit. I thought she was. I thought she was. Because she was married to Roger. Please, she's my wife. I get to nail it whenever I want. I'm Show me some of, photos, Roger. I'm thinking of when Bugs went and drag, and he'd always turn around in the little cotton. Well, there was Babs Bunny, yeah. which is like Bugs' chick or sister. I don't know. Which, I don't know. It's weird. I'm not getting it. They're rabbits. I don't care about that. Roger was nailing this lady. No one cares about that part. With great cans. The, yeah, with great cans. <laughs> Nobody cares about the interspecies relationship that's going on here. It's got. You just got to have a strong woman who married a small rabbit. If we want to get into the realities of what's wrong with Roger Rabbit... With the mind of a child, it's that you can have sex with animals. I mean, really, when you get down to it, like what we're really working on here <laughs> should be the bestiality first, and then she's a strong woman second. I get she's a strong woman, but she's also one that f- bunnies. <laughs> I'd like to shove that rabbit right in my rabbit hole, if you know what I mean. Please let that be me. All right, whatever. Get your little furry ass in there. <laughs> you realize Jessica Rabbit's uh, using that that bunny as a sex toy, right? She married it. That's very progressive. All right, Kathleen, have another sandwich. <laughs> but bottom line is, what we're mad about is stuff we shouldn't be mad. Or, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not anyone. It's like three people, maybe three people, that are angry about Jessica Rabbit not being a strong character. But if you ever watch the movie, that's all she is. Has them all snowed. And she's the smartest one of she's them all, She's the smartest character yeah. in the movie. She carries the film 
from she's the exposition. If you know anything about writing or or storytelling, you have to have a character that drives the movie from point A to point B, which is why I thought Austin Powers was so brilliant. They had a character named Exposition yeah. that would get the story back on track. What is it, Exposition? Basil. And then he would go, all right, you guys have lost the plot here. We need to focus on this next thing. It was It's a mission that he gives Austin while Austin's off doing whatever. It was brilliant. And it's the fastest way to teach people what exposition actually is. <laughs> That's what she was. The story would go crazy, and then we'd be like, oh, yeah, Jessica, she's going to guide us through this thing. She's the navigator. But nope, she's just a weak woman. It's slut-shaming. What you're doing is slut-shaming. You're assuming the way she looks, which is the opposite of the movie, has made her stupid and weak. And they're changing. Now you're admitting it. Now Disneyland just slut-shamed her. Why can't we just have hot-ass Roger Rabbit's wife, you know, the bestiality couple, be a strong lady and a strong rabbit? I agree. I, thank you very much, Brett. I, I don't get into these things. And the great cans. And the amazing cans. And can we have one of those weirdos in the eighth grade that draws that stuff and take her clothes off for me like my friend Haim Sanchez used to <laughs> in junior high? Hey, John. What? Psst, look. What is that? I drew Jessica Rabbit with no clothes. God damn, if you didn't do that, perfect. Give me that. <laughs> that's hot, huh? Why is there a rabbit hanging out of her? Well, that's her husband. Oh, God. What are we looking <laughs> at here? I am. I am could draw, man. Naked everything. He was the guy who drew everything you were familiar with having sex. The Flintstones. He was the first time I ever yeah. saw it. Way before computers. He was the dude that would draw Wilma and Fred. Banging. And that was disturbing. They never wanted to see Wilma naked. Jessica Rabbit, however. Yeah. The fact we all accept that there's a bestiality uh, theme to Roger Rabbit. But we can't get over the feminine rights issues. <laughs> it just shows how stupid we are. Enjoy it, Disneyland. By the way, the guy who started Disneyland hated Jews. So until we cut the head off of that beast, let's not worry too much about the character. He was a, he was a Nazi sympathizer, the old Walt. We're going to look past that because he's a billion-dollar industry. But They're not buying tickets at my yeah, park. Right. <laughs> well, they're too expensive, Walt. That's the truth. How come I can't get the Jews involved over here? Because your tickets are too pricey. <laughs> ah, typical. I'm like, I know, but offer a BOGO or something to people in the hats <laughs> with the PayX. They tried to run me out of this town. Yeah. Peter Pan is a... Uh... <laughs> It says they've updated Peter Pan since your talk, John. The new character is now Peter Pan Guten Talk. <laughs> Tell you what, man. It's harder to fly than it's ever been, but I can still do it. Wendy, Michael, John, come on, let's get out of here. Dick, you stay. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to get that out there since Brady brought up Roger Rabbit. And I started laughing the other day about the... It didn't even cross my mind about the whole interspecies thing until it was brought up here. What do you mean you don't want to interview me? And then Charles <laughs> What do you mean you want to talk to me? I'm the voice of Roger Rabbit. We got a guy who does that. Please, <laughs> Eddie. Don't you know who I am? Get him out of here, Brady. This guy's a dick. Anyway, so I just wanted to do this. Colossians. Colossians? Colossians? Colossians. Colossians. Colossians is the word today. 97936. Getting down to it. 16 minutes left. You might win $1,000 with Colossians. And if you're in an interspecies relationship, make sure you're a strong woman. That's what we need. A woman who knows exactly what she wants in this life, even if that includes rabbits. It's 843. Get on the ride and shut up. It's 98.
motorbikes just walking through the hall. I am a magnet Jesus. for this stuff. It's nonsense. That's uh, Nile. And we just had the bug guy, so I think he stirred him up. He just walked through here, so uh, what are you going to do? I have uh, Marcus Mangus here from Into the Pit because we've got Rock Wars coming up in a second. Welcome, Marcus, once again, 9 to midnight. And uh, shirts, they get you free Sunday. I know. It was the best. I text Marcus Sunday cause I t- or Saturday, and I told him, I said, I want a bike ride, went to Oso. In the in into the pit shirt, it's uh, it's a it's a it's the best shirt we've got as a station. I think I agree. Did you design it? Uh, I had I came up with the idea, and then I had an artist. Uh, the logo is great. I can't draw. No, I, I I wondered who did it, and so the logo is great. So the into the pit shirts, which are unavailable to everyone everywhere, I don't know where they are. There was only a hundred, so oh. I I, uh, I fought for like a month to finally like I was like I'll pay for them. They're like no no no, we'll do yeah. it finally. I was like okay, so there's only a hundred. Great cotton. Good logo, not you know. I like it. I go to Oso to have a beer after a bike ride with a friend of mine, and the guy's like, "Love that shirt, man." I'm like, "Thanks." Next thing you know, uh, four beers, not for me, for the both of us. And then he brought us a slice of apple pie, couple shots, slice of apple pie, some ice cream, and some of those chocolate donuts. Strawberry. I don't like strawberries, but it had strawberry juice on it. We gave it to the people next to us. At the end of the day, seven dollars and ninety cents for the whole bill. So I text Marcus, and I'm like, "Thanks for the apple pie. Your devil music got me some apple pie, and it was great." So wear your Into the Pit shirt and get a free apple pie. <laughs> Said no one ever, but it's real. I have an emergency before we get to. This is gross, and I wanted to share it with you guys. All right. It's uh, on the heels of my uh, kinder pants. Although I do have to say before that, Mike Simpson has emailed and says, I just heard a Kiss concert ad say the hardest band in the world, and then it cut out, I think, because it doesn't it say the hardest band in the world to listen to? I didn't hear that part. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> it is, but yeah, you can still go see them in concert if you're into torture uh this came over and he said it's an emergency kind of what would brady do but i don't know that you're equipped for what i'm about to read this is disgusting so john this is an emergency my girlfriend works overnight she came home a little late which is early to everyone else and got ready for bed and left her underpants on the bathroom floor it looked like someone sneezed in them all i can assume is it's dude juice i picked them up i have them with me where do i get these tested do i get them tested i'm a wreck (laughs) dude juice you could just take it to Alt-AZ. <laughs> yeah, they'll know. <laughs> well, there's the smell, hey, that's the smell check. Yeah. Smell check? Fastest <laughs> way. Sometimes, and guys don't like to admit this, you look down at a girl's underpants, something's going on in there. It's not always dude juice. <laughs> yeah. You put a two-meter hole in a Death Star and tell me that stuff isn't going to be you know, susceptible. So you've got to think. Could be yeasty. I wouldn't smell it. For every reason you're thinking, maybe it's dude juice. Maybe there's something wrong with her. Any way you look at it, quit looking at your girlfriend's underpants and just live a happier life. You're saying forget about the pudding? (laughs) Yeah. If you see pudding, ignore it. Don't be like Brady. Don't eat all the pudding. Like if you just yeah. if you just use it to try and bake bread and the bread doesn't rise, <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you know what it is. You know exactly what it is. Yeah. And if Michael and Troy come over while you're baking, some smells fantastic. Then you really know what it is. Dude juice. I don't know what your girlfriend's up to, but she's working overnights. She ran to bed, dropped her pants. If it was dude juice, I think she'd be a little bit more careful. Or with her underpants. They say sometimes they do it on purpose or whoever the the cheating spouse. Who would says be. that? No, well, they'll it, want you to discover something. Because oh. that they're cowards. Oh. They're yeah. cowards and don't want to do it. That so they'd rather way? just have you get upset and leave. Yeah. With dude juice. With, with, with dude juice. Why don't you hey, ask your overnight girl? Yeah. 
The overnight girl knows all about uh, Bird coming in late. Yeah, for dude juice. You had dude what? juice in your underwear. I have no I idea Mark, what he's Mark, even talking well, about. Oh, I'm just relating to overnight people. Yeah, overnight. Yeah, overnight people that come the home. The fact late. that you immediately went to the dude juice, Brett. <laughs> right. That's what's concerning. I, I didn't little, say yeah, that. Yeah, I did. I made the assumption <laughs> that that's what Marcus was accusing you of. Having. Show me your underpants immediately. I, I need to know. <laughs> Can you bake bread with it? <laughs> yeah. Is it a dude juice or do you have a problem? Anyway, what, what would you do, Brett? You see some dude juice in some drawers. <laughs> First off, I put him back. I wouldn't touch him. I don't know what. That I mean, is. I'm asking her. What's going on? Why would you leave your panties on the floor? And, well, sometimes you do that, and you might want to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, because you have dude juice all over her yeah. floor. <laughs> I think something's wrong with her. Your radiator's leaking. Why do you? Why does he think there's uh, a business that tests for this? By the way, I think there is because he watches Maury. He says use a UV. There's a great idea. Matt says use a UV light. It glows if it's dude juice. It does. Yeah. Dude juice clothes. I gotta go buy a black light. What is this? Yeah. Room Raiders from MTV and <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2000. Come on. Right. <laughs> anyway, I'm just trying to talk to a guy who's having a meltdown this morning because he's got his girlfriend's black light's great. That's dirty underwear. There you go. Black light that thing. You don't have to pay for it. And I don't even know who you turn to. Who do you call? I got my request. You guys do dude juice maybe, uh, tests or what? Maybe that's why those underwear were in the parking lot yesterday. It was a dude juice test. Oh. <laughs> And they the just Kinder pants? Well, he's Kinder pants and a oh. dude juice. I'll just throw him here then. Thank goodness. Anyway. Ugh. Dude juice. Don't pick up your girlfriend's underwear. Yuck. That's for maids and your girlfriend. That's called laundry. Don't do that. Overnight girl. Plus, you're, you're dating an overnight worker. Brett will tell you. They're not long term. No. You don't want those people in your life forever. No, oh, hopefully she's got ambition not. and goals. Yikes. Anyway, uh, Brady, it is time for Rock Wars. Just shake that one off a little bit. And just to know that that guy's got a set of girls' panties in his pocket. With that, that wreck, that, when I read that, I'm like, I can't live my life. Not, okay. Uh, what is your topic for this week's Rock Wars? Friday's your big day. My operation. New hip. Yeah. Yep. So my idea was the uh, the song that you want John to hear as he's okay. going being put under. I'm banning you from hip to be square. I'm not doing okay, that. Okay, good. <laughs> it was on the list. I know. Immediately. Uh, what is it? We got any others hip that are too low hanging for Brady? Hippie, hippie, shake. Hippie, hippie, shakes out. Too legit oh, to quit. <laughs> okay. Just for fun. Yeah. Too legit to quit came to your mind. So that's very possible that Brady thought of it. So the, the song you want me to have... As I go under, yeah, because I I also heard that sometimes before you go under, mm-hmm. sometimes you're coming out back on the same topic. Well, you come, you don't come back on the same topic. You come back in the same mood, amplified. Yeah. So if you go in but angry, you, you come out angry with a song that you remember. Maybe yeah. you come out singing it. So they always try to soothe you before. And I, okay. I'm banning one. What moves like Jagger? <laughs> All right, you can't do any more. I got, I got another yeah. one. All right, what is it? <laughs> Dream Theater going under. <laughs> okay, Brady can't have any of those. We're banning all the good ones. (laughs) Hip to be square is awesome. All right. uh, If you want to help out, my new hip surgery is happening Friday, and uh, Brady wants to put me under with some sort of song. As it plays, as I go into my deep slumber that could last forever, if I'm lucky. (laughs) I've had enough of this. It wouldn't be so bad. Uh, But uh, what will we do? Uh, And also, if there's a song called Dude Juice, I'm not interested in that either. Uh, You can help us out. 979-36. Text away. You can call 585-9800 or uh, email holmberg at 98kupd.com. We'll find out our choices and see what Rock War is all about next.
9.33. It's Wednesday. It's time for the weekly battle of musical supremacy known as Rock Wars. Brought to you by our friends at Train. Get a great deal on a new train heating and cooling system at Train. We test so it runs. Visit traininfo.com. That's T-R-A-N-E info.com. Find your local dealer and learn more. It's hard to stop a train. Told you. Uh, the topic this week, of course, I'm having a, one of my elephantitis bones removed from my body on Friday morning. To have a regular sized human structure put in there so I can walk again properly. Uh, and Brady, uh, in his concern for me, would like a song to be played as I am put into my uh, anesthetic slumber prior to the surgery. They say that if you have a soothing feeling going in, you'll come out ultra soothed. If you're angry going in, you come out angry. You're emotional, you come out more emotional. Brady's trying to put me under uh, either jovial or maybe dark, scared to death. And I know that uh, the chair with Marcus and Brett, probably something is going to send me into a a Mormon hell dream. Mine's kind of calm. It's yeah. nice. All right, we'll, we'll find out. It off. Let's go. The chair will be first. What is your choice? Uh, well, you do. Your future is in an oblong box, so I had to go with sure. "Die, Die, My Darling" by the Misfits. Oh, man, the <laughs> right. future's in an oblong. You box. You said it yourself. It You're is. done. I have oblong bones. You don't care. I don't. I look forward to it. Like the bad anesthesiologist is your best friend. Mm. I should have told Rich my version. I was going to say, was this recorded in what, the whole just well, now? Yeah, this has got to be a YouTube version or something. Ten, ten million views. I figured this is the most popular Congratulations. One. I think it's been over a year, and you finally got Toledo. <laughs> You've been Toledo. We've all, fa- we've all faced and, uh, and, and been blasted by the Toledo. He didn't want your song to win. It's like somebody took a recording of a recording of a recording. <laughs> right. It's Toledo's love mixtape. Um, you're welcome. Yeah, he put the he put the uh, recorder up against the speakers and recorded the left side. Now I know why his dad left. Yeah, <laughs> that's recording skill. His dad Ouch. Toledoed him. Ouch. Now we know what it's like to be Toledo. Uh, all right, Brady, would you like me to go, go ahead, next? Johnny Cakes? Well, mine's one of my favorite songs uh, about this. Now I was going to go with Shakira's "Hips Don't Lie." <laughs> That'd have been a Brady move. It would have been a very Brady move, and the only reason I would have done it is because of the uh, I always thought of. Uh, our character that we came up with, uh, with was Shakira as Shakira as H A Q and Sha- Shaquille O'Neal singing Shakira songs was always funny. But then I'm like, well, that's not the song. So I chose uh, this song. I just absolutely love Soul Hat Bone Crusher because they got to get rid of these nasty ass bones. I'm going for the win. This song rules. Crush my bones. And I would like Dr. Bone Crusher to come in and go, Hi, I'm Bone Crusher. The ball peen hammer. And they use that kind of stuff, knocking the bones around. I was watching an animated version of what I'm going to do with on Friday. They have like a real cool computer thing of how hip surgery works. Ah, oh, so many DeWalt and Milwaukee tools and ball peen hammers. Crowbars. Sculptors. Kathy Bates with a sledgehammer. Chisels. <laughs> it would be, it, trust me, it would feel better. After at least there's a progress involved in when I get hobbled. Bone Crusher Good by one. Soul Hat. Great one, Brady. I'm going to take it off the table again today because I went with the Sleep Master himself. Oh, okay. Bill Cosby and the Cosby Kids, <laughs> the Fat Albert Band theme song. Oh. Still a better recording than uh, the Misfits. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Hey, hey, hey. 
Oh, yeah. Me. And they were both in the 70s. <laughs> what puts you to sleep faster than Bill Cosby? And then when you come up out of it, yeah. singing this song. I'm Dr. Huxtable. I'm here to help you out today. How are you? Oh, oh God, I'm going under, aren't I? Come out of you sound like mushroom. Your toes are pruned. How is that Fat Albert's voice? Is Bill Cosby coming at you with music? Oh, man, it's my nightmare. I can't go under with this. I'd run out of the thing for the first time. I'd be able to run fast. Still faster than half of China. Anyway, uh, all right, those are your choices today. <laughs> Will it be the theme to Fat Albert that puts me under? Because the last thing I'm thinking about is Bill Cosby as I can't keep my eyes open anymore. That's horrifying. Will it be the chair's choice of the misfits? Hey, we recorded this in a can. No, we recorded it at Toledo's house. Yeah. <laughs> That's on a potato. <laughs> You're more than welcome to give me a link. Oh, All right, we'll get you. Toledo. Boys at it. Double Toledo. Uh, and then, of course, uh, my choice, which was Bone Crusher by Soul Hat. You choose now if you want to help us out. Uh, we'll go with Facebook today only. Facebook and John Gordon. You get to pick between one and two. Uh, <laughs> or not Facebook, text. 97936. Text, we'll yeah. go with text because it's just the only thing that works right here. Uh, text 97936 uh, who you would like to see as the champion this week. And always remember, if you pick Brady, next week suffers. It's 98 KUPD. All right, let's get right to it here. Rock Wars is upon us and uh, cruising right along. The choices this week, the misfits. We've got two cans and a string. Let's make a song. Die, die, my darling. That's right. Damn it. Can't pick Metallica. Somebody said, why didn't they just do the Metallica one? Because they're banned. Metallica, Slayer. Uh, Nine Inch Nails Closer and Bodies are banned. And Dream Theater. And Dream Theater should be, but they're not, unfortunately. Sometimes you want to pander to John Gordon, who often makes the choice. Uh, Brady chose the Fat Albert theme song, which Brett Crandall said, I wanted that to be the one that you hear before you go under, but I only want the clip of, hey, it's Bill Cosby coming at you. (laughs) Just only that part. If you just heard that over and over and over in your... As they huh. put that needle in and go, start counting down from 10. It's Bill Cosby coming in. It's Bill Cosby coming in. It's Bill Cosby coming in. you got to stay awake. It's Bill Cosby coming at you. Five. Man, he's staying awake long. Four. Still Bill Cosby coming. Good to get you. You wake up with pruny feet. And I chose uh, Bone Crusher by the band Soul Hack. What do you got over there on the uh, on the only thing that counts today? The text. Right. Well, let's let's get the fully updated That's right. That's right now. exactly what I just asked. Well, normally I just give I've to been Toledo too. <laughs> what do you got? Why are you going to show me? Just do it. Brady uh, by six votes. Oh, over Brady you, yes. John. All right, John Gordon picking number between one and two. Picking number one, and it is JG. You get you the pick. JG, <laughs> John Gordon. Everybody's still in it. I don't know. I don't think you are. No. Your, your recording got Toledo too hard. Although John didn't hear it. So a different one. In fairness, he was just in the room to hear us choose. Well, Die Die is a great song, only by Metallica. If the Misfits, you know, See, that's tin why. can thing. That's come why. On, come on. He just heard us. Bash. That's not bad. He got Toledo. But Holmberg has his song yes, picked thank already. You. Thank Bone you. Crusher. Yeah, saw that one coming from We saw you walking out to it, John. It's fine. There's Bill Cosby coming at you. The Bone Crusher. Well, at least the topic won't suffer next week. That's exactly right. We're in good hands. I'm looking at the bright side. We're in good things. hands for at least seven days. Unless John dies. Unless, of course, it's Brady's true. memorial theme next week. Is, oh, no. Which goes back to the previous winner. Yeah. yeah, it goes back to the last winner, which was Brady Bogan. And this week's theme, of course, a eulogy for John from the hip surgery. And Brady chose hips don't lie. <laughs> I knew I'd get it in there. 
Hippie, hippie, shake. <laughs> and dude juice won't stop rolling through my head. Not like that. You know what I'm saying? The thought of dude juice. Because Brett did a thing just a second ago, and we didn't want Brady to read something he rubbed. He goes, let me put some dude juice on it. I'm like, that is the <laughs> fastest way to make no one touch your stuff. But dude juice sounds like something Sam Elliott should say. It's your new band. Coors. The banquet beer. Doesn't taste like all those other dude juice beers. <laughs> That's right. It's not dude juice. Uh, it's Bone Crusher. This is Soul Hat, and this is for my hip. This is awesome. I love this song anyway. So anytime this wins, I'm in. Bone Crusher is this week's winner, and so am I. It's 98. Dude juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's only good when Sam Elliott does it. I really enjoy saying dude juice is Sam Elliott. I really enjoy saying dude juice, but really. Let alone that wasn't said in the Big Lebowski. Dude juice. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. What are you talking about? Dude it's all juice, over. Dude juice. Dude juice. Cut. Why do you keep doing that, Sam? Dude juice. Because it sounds good when he says it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> dude juice is disgusting. And the fact that the guy's are sitting... I'm still worried about that guy. I want to see if he, uh, he emails back eventually. i got to find your music here, Brady. Eventually, oh, there it is right there. I got gotcha. you. I was too busy thinking about it. Giddy up. Dude juice. I'm going to turn your mic way up. You try it. It's Brady as Sam Elliott. Here you go. Dude juice. <laughs> Brett, go ahead. Dude juice. That's, oh, wait. Did I get you up? That was the wrong one. Do it again. Dude juice. That's not bad. Marcus, would you like to try? Dude juice. <laughs> That's the I stupidest thing we've ever done. <laughs> I don't know. And you thought the Michael McDonald Quartet no, was Oh, my God. The Dude Juice Quartet. Dude juice. <laughs> Guy writes a letter because he's worried about his girlfriend's underwear. Loaded with dude juice. You know what? I want that the alarm. My morning alarm. <laughs> yeah, and you have to have Just that. Just Dude juice. <laughs> oh, it's four in the morning. Dude juice. <laughs> Not hit the snooze button ever again. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> all, right. all right. I'll be back in nine minutes with more dude juice. It's my text alert now. <laughs> Did you record it? Yeah, I, I'm going to put it on there. Juice. It's, it's going to be great for meetings. Coors, the banquet beer. Not like dude juice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. I gotta, we got to call Sam Elliott and just have him record that one. Why would we? Close enough, Is he on right? Cameo? Dude juice. Oh, my God. It's, find out if Sam Elliott's on Cameo and have him say dude juice for us. Get Larry to have uh, David Lee drop no, one down. David Lee is too aggressive. We need the, the <laughs> passive sounds of Sam Elliott's B.O. going, dude juice. If he's on Cameo, we're hiring him to say it. And that's when the dude made himself a cup of juice. We call it dude juice. Nope. He's, he's not. not nah, no. He's too popular. Like a model Sammy Elliott. That's a buzz. Let's have that person say it. It's a chick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Even better. He looks like a chick. This is Sam Elliott. It is a boy. <laughs> he's got a man bun. Uh, it doesn't count as much of a boy. Let's see what he sounds like. Is he close to that? No, I doubt it. Anyways. Uh, yeah, no, he knows close. what dude juice is. <laughs> I know. That guy's nickname is dude juice. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sam. I hope that dude emails me back. It was blacklight. Her panties glow. <laughs> All right. You got you to gotta go. I got to go home and confront the glowing panties. She's nuclear, bro. Don't email me with these things. I have to turn to Brady and go, will you solve this? I looked at my uh, girlfriend's underwear. It looked like someone sneezed in. Why do I need to know that? 
Maybe that's what ha- happened. Maybe someone did sneeze in her arm. I got allergies. allergies. <laughs> Thank you. Put these back on. Okay. But allergies. <laughs> I've got adenoids. Does somebody have a pair of panties? I told Brett, every time a woman's underwear is on the ground, never look at it. Oh. Because I would much rather see dude juice than sh- stains. <laughs> Because that at least means you're... Oh, good. At least that, it's... At, le- they at least she's... At least you know your girl is You Somebody still wants to bang her. If she's got turd lines. If they look like Brady's drawers with the bacon in them. Dude juice over poop stains. Dude juice is greater than poop. So what would you rather see in your wife's underpants? Dude juice? Dude juice. That's exactly right, Brady. <laughs> Brett, I'll take the dude juice. <laughs> so stupid. I'm going to do it one more time. Marcus? You need dude juice? <laughs> it's this, we're adults. We're like grown-up. Like, we pay taxes. <laughs> Some of the roads that you're driving on, we're responsible for. Ridiculous. I should, I should, I should die in that operation on principle. There are people working hard. We're standing here getting paid to say dude juice over and over. I want that on the highway songs on the way home. <laughs> Watch for COVID-19, get vaccinated, and dude juice. Buckle up or dude juice. <laughs> Buckle up or you become dude juice. Uh, that's stupid. Stop it. Stop me from doing it. Oh, I'm a child. It'll never end. So Sam Elliott's in the squares this weekend. I'm oh, yeah. He's going to say one thing. There's no reason to not have him in there. All right, anyway. The Sam Elliott Quartet may be in the <laughs> This is so annoying. What's wrong with us? I've screwed up everything. Uh, that's a bad that thing. There it is. Sorry. Uh, Brady, it's the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com. The home tactical black self-defense uh, system that's uh, in place. I got an email from a lady today that said, Thank you for constantly talking about how great that place is. Uh, Chris. It might be a guy, but it's Chris with a K. I would assume that's a girl spelling. But you know what? Don't call him a girl because uh, he's got some training. He just went through his first year at uh, Tactical Black, and his year uh, expired. He's like, you know what? I'm signing up for a ton more. I'm never leaving this place. He told me the same thing. He goes, it isn't like a gym. You actually not only have fun doing it, you learn stuff. That's what I'm trying to tell you. you got to just go do it. That's the thing. I keep telling you about disarming guns and doing weapons training and all sorts of little things. Uh, but you just get in great shape while you're working out. Best part about it is it's not boring. Like, almost every other workout gets boring. It's almost like playing sports, and it's a sport you're learning as you go. Amazing fun, and you do actually walk away with some life skills you can put in your bag there. Somebody just text me, dude, juice. And <laughs> caught, <your eye. laughs> caught my eye. I can't get through commercial. By the way, dude, juice. Okay. <laughs> Reactdefense.com. I just, it's Pavlovian. Uh, Reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Phoenix Glendale Chandler. Dude, jeez. Sorry, guys. You don't have to pay for that one. Well, here's uh, <laughs> here's someone that uh, is no longer partaking in dude juice. <laughs> Elvira. Oh, yeah. She quit the dude juice. Mistress of the dark. It's terrible. She just released is a it? new memoir. I'm fine with it now. She's 80. She still looks good for her age. Let her bounce those... Uh, you know, uh, Barbara's puffins back and forth with each other. I don't. <laughs> all right, now I'm out. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to watch eighty year old women taking it. You can have the. Uh, ugh, 
I don't care what she does sexually. It's her. Well, she talks about it in her new book how it all went down. She and now uh, went she to does. Gold's gym, <laughs> and uh, she's like, "That dude's hot over there." Then runs into the same dude in the bathrooms. With like, juice. dude is not a dude. It's a woman. Just juiced up, totally yoked. She fell for it later on. Moved in. They've been together for like 16 years. Then she also talks about the time that uh, Wilt Chamberlain, she, according to her, forced her to have uh, to give him oral sex. Well, Wilt did it to everybody, according to the book. If you were in the yeah. room with him, you had to or you had to go home. That's what she's seven foot one, 300 pound man has his hand wrapped around your neck. There's not much you <laughs> That's can called do. rape, Elvira. That's yeah. different than what you're explaining. Then she turns around and uh, confirms a rumor about Tom Jones. She banged Tom Jones and his huge wiener? Yeah. And she's one who said that uh, she had to go to the ER afterwards. Because that's how big the Jones hog was. (laughs) Somebody wants me to say dude juice as uh, Lady J. Hey, dick. Dude juice. (laughs) It's only good to Sam Elliott. That's so stupid. <laughs> we have a celebrity death. Willie oh, Garson. God. Yeah, from Sex in the City. And there's something about Mary. Something oh, that's right. You'll see a picture of him. You'll recognize I forgot him. he was in something about Mary. He was uh, Ben Stiller's be- a good friend in that one. Especially yeah, in high school. 57 years old. There's no word on the cause of death. Heart attack. And they were. I guess they're doing a, a new Sex in the City, too. Like All those ladies can't get jobs outside of that particular terrible show. So they're going to do a reboot. Great. And Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are still fighting over the kids. The divorce thing hasn't settled. And the estate in France. Still? They got enough yeah. kids. They can split them up. Divorced for 10 years, for God's sakes. One Talk kid a year. A lot of dough. A lot of dough on the line. Why can't everybody be like me in the divorce? You can have them. What? You're just going to walk away from the kids? Uh, yeah. Life's going to be a <laughs> lot. You can have them. That's, I think the divorce is, no, you get them for three weeks. I don't want them. They're, all, they're trying to give the kids to the other one, and they won't take them. I know people. It's fine. I can we'll take care of those. Dude Juice needs to be on a show with Front Butt. <laughs> Dude Juice in the morning front show. Dude Juice in the Front Butt. Just lap up that delicious tummy puddle of Dude Juice. Oh. <laughs> Don't write us letters that include the problems at your house. Oh, another guy says, just wear white underwear to work and leave your uh, underwear on the bathroom floor filled with blood and see what she does. <laughs> Why don't you two just have a talk? What happened to that? Does she not speak the language? I can't talk to her because she doesn't speak English. I got to figure this out on my own. All right, they're already on it. What? Oh, God, somebody (laughs) made Why is it orange? Speaking of dude juice, Marcus, you're not in charge of water around here, are you? No. Have you guys run the water out of the sink in the kitchen? Yeah, it comes out white milk. Yeah. Well, they had to. uh, No, it's not. No, it's not. What is it, Brady? Dude juice. Brady sounds like <laughs> Sam Elliott's kid. Uh, it'd be like when Captain Caveman and Son. Dude juice and Son. Anyway, we're all done with this stupid crap. Anyway, uh, 1007, Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a phenomenal day. We'll catch you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Oh.